Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Echoes of 1941 in the nation's largest city and its capital. Perhaps a second day that will live in infamy as near simultaneous attacks destroy the 110-story World Trade Center towers in New York and a large section of the Pentagon. It started in New York. I saw a huge explosion. I saw people falling out of the out of, falling out of windows. And I couldn't tell whether they were jumping or they were just falling. It looked like were pieces of metal. And then I put my binoculars on and I saw it was actual people. Falling out of the Trade Center towers, which collapsed not long thereafter. Mayor Rudolph Giuliani. The city of New York and the United States of America is much stronger than any group of barbaric terrorists that our democracy, that our rule of law, that our strength and our willingness to defend ourselves will ultimately prevail. Just minutes after the double catastrophe in New York, more of the same at the Defense Department. What seems to have happened is that we had an aircraft intentionally fly into the Pentagon. Admiral Craig Quigley. There were intense fires following the aircraft's impact into the building. Which is still burning at a protective stop at a Louisiana military base, President Bush. We have been in touch with the leaders of Congress and with world leaders to assure them that we will do what is, whatever is necessary to protect America. All markets are closed. Again, casualties uncounted and likely to be uncounted for days, but many of them, the president promising a response. CBS News Update, I'm Tom Fody. The very latest heard live here on WCBS 880 as we continue our coverage of the terrorist attacks on New York and Washington and on the United States in general. Four planes that were involved in crashes in today's terrorist attack. Here's what we know at this time. American Airlines is saying two of its planes, both hijacked, crashed with a total of 156 people on board. Flight 11, a 767 from Boston to Los Angeles, had 92 people on board. There was flight 77, a Boeing 757 from Dulles to Los Angeles carrying 64 people also involved in crashing. The first air, the airline had said it was their planes that crashed into the World Trade Center. Now the airline is saying it cannot confirm that the planes where the planes went down. United Airlines also losing two planes. Flight number 93 carrying 45 people took off from Newark for San Francisco but crashed southeast of Pittsburgh. A passenger on that plane was able to use his cell phone to call emergency personnel yelling that we are being hijacked. We're being hijacked before the plane crashed. United Airlines Flight 175, bound from Boston to Los Angeles, had 65 people on board. That also crashed. The airline at this point will not confirm if that is the plane that hit the Pentagon. Now word that these devastating attacks have snuffed out the lights on the Great White Way. The re report from Broadway, all Broadway shows this evening 
canceled. This follows uh, the cancellations of many school activities and after-school activities around the metropolitan area. And also, of course, all uh, baseball games have been canceled. Now we have word from Broadway that there will be no performances of any Broadway show tonight. We could speculate, and I emphasize that word, that the off-Broadway theaters might do the same thing. We have not heard from them, but we have heard from Broadway uh, productions. There will be no no curtains going up on Broadway tonight. Out in uh, Long Island, the first passengers coming out of uh, of uh, Manhattan getting back home, first commuters were met by Holly Hare, and uh, she has this report for us. Holly? Many people tell me they are very, very glad to be back on Long Island right now. I talked to some people from one of the first trains out of Penn Station. They were eager to escape Manhattan. Many are still shaking from today's terrorist attacks. Now, the railroad is offering limited eastbound service from Penn Station, trying to get people out of Manhattan. Westbound, if you take the LIRR, they'll make you get off at Jamaica, and then you can try to take a subway from there. Driving on Long Island, also a problem. Northern and southern states are closed westbound at the Queens border. The westbound Long Island Expressway is closed in Nassau County from the Seaford Oyster Bay Expressway to the Queens border. And secondary roads heading west are packed because people are trying those. Reporting live at the Mineola train station, Holly Hare, WCBS 880 News. All right, Holly, thank you. WCBS News Time 325. Well, you cannot get into Manhattan, but you can get out. And we're going to continue uh, with our coverage of how you get out and how uh, the folks are doing trying to get out of Manhattan. Let's go over to Grand uh, Central right now. WCBS reporter Irene Cornell joining us live. How's it look there? Well, the mass exodus is on. Jean Calanese from the uh, Metro North is standing in the middle of the floor just answering the questions as fast as he can as people hike their way to Grand Central Station. Williams Bridge, 323, track 28. Calanese says they have just been mobbed here. They're getting service out as fast as they could. But it's it's been interesting today. We've been getting service out very uh, every 15, 20 minutes on each line since about 11:30, 11:45, and it's, uh, everybody's been very uh, cooperative, and it's worked out very well. Colonies estimates they've taken about 30,000 commuters out of the city so far. They're mustering every piece of equipment and all the manpower they can to run these trains due north. Reporting live from Grand Central, Irene Cornell, WCBS 880 News. Irene Cornell at uh, 326 on WCBS 880. Uh, in terms of what Irene was talking about, mustering all the emergency efforts that the city and its uh, uh, environs can do, uh, the mayor and the governor talking earlier on WCBS 880 talked of 2,000 rescue workers still trying to get into the World Trade Center to uh, search for victims of these uh, two devastating plane attacks. We had the mayor telling us earlier that uh, 1,500 uh, casualties or victims were taken, uh, people who were injured were taken to Liberty State Park. Some of them still arriving, we're told, at Liberty State Park. He called them, the mayor did, walking wounded, 1,500 of those. Then 600 more being treated in area hospitals and 150 more injured in critical condition at area hospitals. The mayor saying that all of the hospitals are being taxed, but as we've been hearing on WCBS uh, taxed 
unequally. St. Vincent's Hospital under uh, a great pressure with all the casualties arriving. It's the nearest hospital to the uh, disaster. And then some others being underutilized at this point. Mayor Giuliani telling us that the death toll from today's devastating terrorist attacks more than any of us can bear. The United States on high alert status nationwide. And after today's attack in uh, New York and Washington, though that status of alert will continue. The Twin Towers are gone forever. Part of the Pentagon has been destroyed after being hit by what is believed to have been hijacked airplanes from either American or United Airlines. This is one of those days that uh, no one is going to soon forget. And on the WCBS Newsline right now, joining us is Cardinal Egan. Cardinal Egan, we appreciate your joining us at this particular time. What is it that you can say to New Yorkers who are suffering through this massive tragedy? Well, this morning I uh, got myself down to St. Vincent's uh, immediately. I was down there around 9, nine ten, and so I... Uh, saw all the ones that were brought in for the next uh, three and a half hours. And uh, what I would say, first of all, to New Yorkers is how proud all of us can be of the women and men who serve us in the police department, in the fire department, and in our hospitals. I never saw such willingness to be of service, not counting the cost in any way at all, uh, the nurses, the doctors, the administrators at St. Vincent's Hospital could not have been more dedicated and committed, waiting to give the finest possible care they could give to any one of the victims. Similarly, I can assure you that what I've seen with the police department and the fire department is the same way. I went over to uh, Chelsea uh, Pier where they call it a triage center. I think it's the largest one, and you could see how serious everyone is, how dedicated everyone is over there. Spoke to the mayor this morning, and uh, we made it very clear that in any way our churches or schools can be of assistance, we're at the ready, and he assured us he would be in contact with us. You may have heard that uh, one of our priests, who is the chaplain of the New York uh, Fire Department was killed in this event this morning, and uh, his body is down at St. Peter's at Barclay Street. Uh, one of our diocesan priests is staying with him, staying with the body, and I'll be having a mass. It's, I came up here now to St. Patrick's. I'll be having a mass here at St. Patrick's at 5.30, and my request of the fellow citizens of New York is that we keep ourselves calm, we recognize we're in the hands of our Lord, and we react to all of this as the Lord would have us react, with understanding, with commitment to defend ourselves, but with a desire to uh, understand and to be of help and be of understanding. We're a great, great town, and this is what we have to show the world. We are talking with the, the vicar of the New York Archdiocese, Cardinal Edward Egan, live on the Newsline. Cardinal, you, you talked about the many uh, stops you've been making around the city so far today. Give us a sense of what some of the injured and some of the shaken have been saying to you. Well, I've uh, actually uh, uh, one of the 
persons whom I anointed, as we say, uh, died shortly thereafter. He uh, was a man uh, who uh, was a man of faith. I could see that. He grasped my hand, and when I spoke to him about uh, the meaning of life, and uh, uh, when I spoke to him about his God, and spoke to him about goodness and uh, the security he had in the Lord, I could see that this was a man that uh, understood. And uh, everyone I saw uh, was, uh, I would say, marvelously courageous. Uh, we had two of our priests that uh, were caught in the subway when they ran down into the subway with a number of people in order to escape the smoke and so forth. They came in a little shaken and their lungs a little bit filled, but uh, they seemed to be doing all right. And uh, I uh, had seen over at... Um, the pier, Chelsea Pier, that uh, the city of New York is ready to receive all the injured and to handle them marvelously, to tear care for them with the great kind of compassion that makes this town a great town. So uh, what I've seen around uh, has been nothing but a beautiful commitment of New Yorkers to stick together and to face this together and to face it with calm and to face it with hearts of courage and hearts of charity. Cardinal Egan, um, the rescue and search and rescue effort continues at this time, but the, but the healing, how, how do you accomplish that? Well, I think it's going to take time because this is unquestionably the greatest tragedy that's hit this city. And there is a lot of anger and a lot of hurt that could result from all of it. And it's altogether understandable but i think what we have to do is keep calm recognize that uh, we're in the hands of our god and recognize that in his providence some kind of good can be brought out of all of this i've seen a lot of good from nine o'clock this morning until about two thirty and quarter to three when i returned here and uh we'll give examples to each other on how to handle a thing like this, and that, I think, is what's going to strengthen us and bring us to some kind of a ability to deal with what is a shocking and tragedy and a great evil. Uh, but I would hope this is a city at prayer. I hope this is a city that is accepting this now with calm and with willingness to reason it through and to help one another. We have to, in a certain sense, take care of each other now at this point, and that's how we're going to get through it. Cardinal Edward Egan, we thank you for being with us uh, this afternoon. And uh, as the Cardinal talked about a city that he hopes will be at prayer, uh, many religious-minded uh, uh, New Yorkers obviously thinking in terms of prayer and uh, whatever services or however they might do that. The Cardinal saying that he will be celebrating a Mass at 5.30 this afternoon at St. Patrick's Cathedral. WCBS News Time, 3.34. Terror strikes the U.S. A special report from WCBS. CBS News Update. I'm Nick Young. The number of casualties will be more than any 
any of us can bear, ultimately. New York City Mayor Rudolph Giuliani in the wake of this morning's devastating attacks that destroyed the World Trade Center. Shortly thereafter, an attack destroyed a portion of the Pentagon. In the World Trade Center attack, the two towers were struck by a pair of hijacked airliners, eventually bringing both skyscrapers crashing down. Scott Mezzo was on the 81st floor, managed to get out of one tower not long before it collapsed. Uh, I was out for approximately 30 seconds right next to the Century 21. We heard a crackling, and that's when the first tower crashed down. Uh, there was a stampede of people that were running away from the towers. Uh, there was a cloud of, of white debris and smoke that was, uh, if you will, chasing us as we were going down the street. Mayor Giuliani says it may be Thursday before the number of dead and injured is known. In Washington, the Pentagon was targeted. A part of one section collapsed after it was hit by a third hijacked airliner. It is not known how many may have been killed or injured. One other hijacked jet, a United Airlines plane, crashed in Pennsylvania, about 80 miles from Pittsburgh. In all, it's estimated more than 330 people were aboard the four planes. President Bush was in Florida when the attacks began. He flew to Barksdale Air Force Base in Louisiana and from there to the Strategic Air Command headquarters in Nebraska. He has put U.S. forces worldwide on alert. Because of the catastrophe in New York, the stock markets did not open today. The Federal Aviation Administration says the 40 to 50 planes in the air during the attacks are now safely on the ground. The FAA, in an unprecedented move has ordered all domestic flights grounded. While PLO Chief Yasser Arafat said he was horrified by the attacks, they touched off a joyous demonstration in the West Bank. Here's correspondent Robert Berger. Thousands of Palestinians poured into the streets of the West Bank town of Nablus to celebrate the attacks. Demonstrators distributed candy, gunmen fired into the air, and marchers waved Palestinian flags. So far, there has been no claim of responsibility. CBS News Update. I'm Nick Young. The very latest heard live here at WCBS 880. The FBI is expected to make some comments shortly. Uh, they have some statements that they want to make about this terrorist attack on the United States. And as soon as those comments are available, we will bring them to you right here on WCBS 880. Mayor Giuliani, within the hour, identifying the first numbers in terms of of uh, those uh, injured in the attacks on the World Trade Center, uh, giving us the numbers of 1,500 walking wounded, as he called them, who had been evacuated from Lower Manhattan across the Hudson River on ferries to Liberty State Park. Another 600, said the mayor, are being treated for their injuries in area hospitals. Another 150 are critical in area hospitals. But as to the number of casualties, the mayor would not go near that, would not speculate beyond saying that he believes the death toll from the destruction of the World Trade Center will be more than any of us. This is a vicious, unprovoked, uh, horrible attack on innocent uh, men, women, and children. It's one of the most heinous acts, certainly in, in, in world history. And um, as the governor said, and, uh, and I said to the president, we fully and completely support him in any action that he has to take uh, in order to uh, make an example the people who are responsible for this. The mayor also says the numbers of the casualties will not be known at least until tomorrow. He said the dead will include police and firefighters who are involved in the rescue effort. WCBS Newstime, 338. And we want to get you up to date on how you can get out of Manhattan, get around uh, with our traffic uh, report now from WCBS traffic reporter Chris Majette.
you uh, transit-wise, if you want to hop on a subway train, most subway lines are now running in Manhattan just with limited service. There's still no uh, city bus service south of 14th Street. If you uh, want to take New Jersey Transit, we also have limited uh, trains now leaving Penn Station, heading into Newark, limited service on the Northeast Corridor, North Jersey Coastline, and also the Raritan Valley Line. Metro North is operating on what they call a Saturday schedule, leaving Grand Central now, heading northbound on all three lines. Southbound service is terminating in Yonkers. LIRR limited eastbound service out of Penn Station. You can also get some ferry service uh, leaving the city only. You cannot come into, into the city, but leaving uh, Manhattan from Pier 11, which is Wall Street, also West 38th Street, East 34th Street, and Pier A, which is in Battery Park, to get a ferry to uh, either New Jersey, Brooklyn, or Queens. Now, as far as the roadways go and the uh, bridges and tunnels, outbound Holland and Lincoln Tunnel still closed down. The GW Bridge open now on the outbound upper roadway only. That has alleviated a lot of traffic on the Cross Bronx. The uh, Williamsburg, Manhattan, and Brooklyn bridges, those lower East River bridges are closed to vehicles, but pedestrians are walking across those three bridges into Brooklyn. Brooklyn Battery Tunnel is also closed down. The uh, 59th Street Bridge and the Queens Midtown Tunnel and the Triborough Bridge are all taking uh, vehicular traffic Queensbound. Again, nobody's coming in, but you can uh, drive on the 59th Street Bridge, Queens Midtown Tunnel, and the Triborough Bridge heading into Queens. Staten Island bound Verrazano Bridge is open. That $7 toll has been waived. New Jersey bound Gothels Bridge. Outer Bridge in Bayonne has now been open. All three bridges still closed heading into Staten Island. Tappan Zee Bridge open both ways, but very, very heavy traffic, especially heading into Westchester County. And I'm Chris Majet, WCBS 880 News. WCBS News Time 339. Terror strikes the U.S. A special report from WCBS. CBS News Update. I'm John Harchie. President Bush is now at Offutt Air Force Base in Nebraska, where aides say he'll convene a teleconference meeting with national security officials. Firefighters are still battling a fire at the Pentagon, started by a hijacked commercial airliner flown into the building. Though part of the building has been damaged, spokesman Craig Quigley says work continues inside. Secretary Rumsfeld um, is in the National Military Command Center that is in the Pentagon. Uh, it is a, a, a fusion spot where information of significant military importance comes into the building and is then distributed worldwide. There's no official information on the extent of casualties at the Pentagon. In New York City, a high toll is feared. Both towers of the World Trade Center collapsed after each was hit by a hijacked airliner. New York Mayor Rudolph Giuliani. Yeah, we're finding many survivors and we're finding many people that are dead and I don't have the numbers yet and we have, we still have thousands of police officers and firefighters down there in jeopardy. WCBS reporter Sean Adams watched as the second tower crumbled. We heard a rumble, we looked up, there was an enormous plume of black smoke billowing up above the tower and then all of a sudden a roar and it came down and it didn't come down in one piece uh, like the other one seemed to do at the top, it just, it crumbled. It was like a house of cards. U.S. financial markets were closed for the day. All government buildings in the nation's capital were closed. And all U.S. airports were closed after four planes were hijacked this morning for use in the terrorist attacks. CBS News Update. I'm John Hartchie. Heard live here at WCBS 880, our continuing live coverage of the terrorist attack on the World Trade Center towers, then Washington's Pentagon as well. The plume of smoke continues to billow out from the area where the World Trade Center towers once stood. A fire continues to burn. The rescue efforts are being severely hampered at this point. Let's go live to the scene right now. WCBS reporter Allison Keyes. From Park Row South, all you can see is black smoke billowing from the air. A few moments ago, I was standing at Broadway.
at Broadway and Fulton, and smoke was billowing out of the windows. It's really a bad scene here, and the police and fire officials aren't able to get into the building for any of the survivors. All right, we are uh, having a little bit of phone trouble here, Allison uh, uh, Keys. There, so we'll try. Understandable and on a day like this. WCBS Newstime 342, and uh, Allison was talking about, or was about to talk about, the fire that is still burning at the World Trade Center. That is, if you look to the south of uh, south part of the island of Manhattan and see that plume of smoke, it is a fire still burning there. We have word from Washington that the fire continues to burn at the Pentagon. A plane of crashed into the west side of that building this morning. We're told officials are getting the upper hand on that fire, but they're still waiting for the go-ahead to go into the building to get the people trapped inside. And we had military officials, not quoted by name, but military officials telling us earlier that there are dead inside the Pentagon from that kamikaze attack on the west side of the building and where the fire is still burning. For the first time ever, the FAA grounded all aircraft nationwide because of the terrorist attacks which used commercial airlines hijacked planes to carry out the attacks on the World Trade Center Tower as well as the Pentagon. We were told earlier today that if you are in the United States, do not count on going anywhere on an airplane anytime soon. Let's find out if that has changed somewhat. WCBS reporter Mike Zirinax has just gotten out of a briefing at the Port Authority and joins us live. Yeah, and that uh, remains the same. People aren't flying anywhere. The airports remain shut down. LaGuardia General Manager Warren Kropel detailing a state of alert. Everybody is in a highest state of alert. Anything that could be done is being done. The three airports have been locked down and are secure right now. And as you see, uh, we have uh, all the airspace has been protected. We have the military in place. So right now, it's really just a matter of uh, everybody who can do something is doing something right now. Air traffic not expected to resume until at least 11 a.m. tomorrow. That's tomorrow morning. Kroble, meantime, expressing deep concern for Port Authority employees stationed at the World Trade Center and presently unaccounted for. We're live at LaGuardia. Mike Saranax, WCBS 880 News. All right, Mike, thank you. And at WCBS News Time 345, we have continuing coverage here on WCBS 880 with Susan Kennedy. I'm Tony Guida. And uh, we tell you once again that the rescue effort continues in Lower Manhattan as 2,000 police, fire, and other rescue workers are trying to get into those towers to see what is the nature of uh, any survivors. We talked about the mayor earlier telling us that there are survivors who have been rescued but uh, the number of dead in the World Trade Center and thereabouts is still unknown and will be, the mayor says uh, probably until tomorrow, he says it will be, when we do know the numbers they will be on, they will be beyond what any of us can bear. It is the worst terrorist attack in U.S. history. The World Trade Center is now gone. Both towers collapsed and WCBS reporter Mary Gay Taylor was below the when those buildings did collapse. They had just told us to get out. It wasn't safe, but they had people sitting in chairs around there. So, you know, uh, and I, I was standing there and saw the thing go up and heard it. So I ran like everyone, but I couldn't get far enough. So I ducked under a EMS truck bumper and it stuff started raining down on us and it was pitch black and I began to get covered up so I couldn't breathe. So I backed out a little bit <clears throat> and um, tried to spit the stuff out. Well, after a while, it stopped coming down and uh, 
the there was an EMS uh, lieutenant there, and he had a flashlight. I kept saying, why can't I see? It was pitch black. I thought my eyes had been blinded, and uh, it was dark. It was just, it was still coming down. WCBS reporter Mary Gay Taylor shortly after the World Trade Center towers collapsed. And we heard from the mayor earlier today, and chillingly so, he told the story matter-of-factly, but think about this for a moment. The mayor himself, the police commissioner, and the fire commissioner were in a building at 75 Barclay Street, which is virtually around the corner from the World Trade Center. They were in that building, all three of them, when the uh, Trade Center was attacked and hit by these planes. And the mayor said this morning he the police commissioner and the fire commissioner were trapped at 75 barkley after the building collapsed and they were trapped there for maybe another five or ten minutes before they could find their way to a basement which led to a corridor which took them out at 100 park place also nearby but uh, another of the many chilling stories that we're going to be hearing in uh, the days ahead from this devastating attack on the world trade center in new york city the world trade center which no longer exists all right we want to go right now to uh, jerusalem where Shimon Perez is now talking. Defending democracy and enabling all of us to remain as a civilized community. Shimon Perez, you know our country, my country, well. And you know that there are any number of people in the United States who believe these bombings today are a direct result of U.S. support for Israel over the years in the Middle East. To those people who say that, what say you? Well, you know, there were other acts of terror that has nothing to do with Israel, including in the United States itself. Terror is a terrible way of destruction and killing. And you have all over the world acts of terror that has nothing to do with Israel. Terror Mr. Paris, is a if you'll excuse phenomenon. me a moment, I know that you will understand this. I'm so sorry to interrupt you, but Karen Hughes, uh, the principal assistant to President Bush, has begun to brief and we pick her up in progress. Evacuated for security reasons and to protect our workers. Your federal government continues to function effectively. We have a federal emergency response plan, and at President Bush's direction, we are implementing it. We began to implement it immediately after the first attack in New York this morning. We contacted American forces and embassies throughout the world and placed them on high alert. The United States Secret Service immediately secured the President, the Vice President, and the Speaker of the House, and they are all safe. They have also secured members of the National Security Team the President's Cabinet, and senior staff. As you know, President Bush was in Sarasota, Florida when the first attack occurred this morning. Air Force One has now landed at Offutt Air Force Base in Omaha, Nebraska, and the President is in a secure location. He is in continuous communication with the Vice President and key members of his Cabinet and National Security Team. Vice President Cheney, and our National Security Advisor, Condoleezza Rice, are in a secure facility at the White House. I have just come from there. The Secretary of Transportation and other members of our White House senior staff are gathered at a command center there, and we are coordinating with other branches of our federal government. The Secretary of Defense remains at the Pentagon, 
and the Secretary of State is en route back to Washington from his trip to South America. President Bush is conducting a meeting of the National Security Council as we speak. They are meeting President Bush from his location and other members from different locations in Washington and other locations. As many of you have been reporting, the Federal Aviation Administration ordered all airports closed and all planes which were in the air were directed to land at the nearest airport. International flights were diverted to alternate locations outside of the United States. Transportation Secretary Mineta has directed the Federal Aviation Administration to suspend operations until at least noon tomorrow. So no airline flights will operate until at least then and until the FAA announces that operations will be resumed. Secretary Mineta has also issued orders controlling the movement of all vessels in United States navigable waters. The Federal Emergency Management Agency has activated eight urban search and rescue task forces in New York, and four of these highly trained teams are at work here in Washington at the Pentagon. Karen Hughes there live in Washington talking about the president, his cabinet, everyone now in secure locations conducting a National Security Council meeting. We want to head back over to Mayor Giuliani and listen in to what he has to, to say. To save lives and assist us in this one of the worst days in the history of our country and the history of the city. The mayor outside St. Vincent's Hospital. It was a source of great comfort when I was rushing past here at about 9 o'clock this morning to head down to the Trade Center after the first airplane had hit and before the second that there were doctors and nurses already out on the street ready to receive what we knew would be wounded and injured people. And they've been operating under tremendous pressure since then. And I want to thank you very, very much. It's, it's a great credit to St. Vincent's Hospital, and it's indicative of the kind of health and hospital services that we have in the city of New York. Thank you, Mr. Mayor. Thank Appreciate you, it. Thank you. My very best to all your people. Thank you. Lot of injured, uh, a lot of injured people, police officers, firefighters, and other, other people. They're stunned, they're shocked, all different degrees of injury. We know we've lost a number of lives already. I don't know the number yet. And the only thing, only, the, yes, there has been a, there's been a morgue set up on the west side. It was set up about two and a half hours ago. What did you say to In the 50s, on the west side, near the piers. What did you say to some of the I told them how sorry I felt and uh, thank the police officers and the firefighters. One of the firefighters was trapped in a building for over an hour and he and his entire company were able to escape because they were in a void. Even though the building collapsed around them, they were protected by this void that was created. And I was able to relate to it because the building that we were in, 75 Barclay, was hit by debris and we were trapped in it for about 10 minutes. Now we're told here at St. Vincent there are quite a few firefighters and police officers and EMT them. I spoke to, yes, I spoke to them. That they all, they all know that we've sustained very heavy losses today. We don't know the number yet. And obviously the effort is focused on trying to save as many people as we can. We know there are still people there that are alive and that can be saved. So the entire effort is right now geared toward helping them. And again, I can't say enough about St. Vincent's Hospital. They were right literally in the line of fire, and if it weren't for the way in which they organized, I, we would have lost even more lives. What are the issues that the emergency and rescue workers are facing in getting people out of that neighborhood? 
still a tremendous uh, smoke condition. The doctors here said that uh, there's a lot of uh, damage that have been done to people's eyes. And the smoke condition is still horrendous. There are still some buildings that are structurally unsound that could come down, so they have to be very careful so that we don't lose more lives. Well, we've, we, we know that there were over, I think it was 1,600 people that were evacuated to Liberty State Park in New Jersey. I want to thank the people in New Jersey for helping us. And uh, the, the number, about 200 critically wounded people that we were able to count as of about a half hour ago that EMS has transported, and it's been over 600 that have been transported to hospitals. So, yes, that was as of 45 minutes ago. These numbers are going to change a great deal during the day. It's going to last for a number of days. We told the president that uh, we thought that um, the whole rescue effort would take a week or so or more. Uh, but the main main focus right now, obviously, is on saving as many lives as possible. I think it's still possible for us to save a lot of the people that are there. You're listening to Mayor Giuliani live just outside of St. Vincent's Hospital in New York, the hospital that has there. taken a number of all the casualties. All of our police and firefighters are not there. We have a lot of police and firefighters. Mayor, Bernie, do you want to explain where the police and firefighters are? This is Police Commissioner Bernie Carrick. No, no, we, no don't. we don't. We do not. And we're not going to put one out until much later after we get a better sense of the numbers the, we're talking about. The police and... Uh, the police deployment is, uh, you know, primary focus is down in southern Manhattan uh, in the rescue effort, but uh, we're tending to our policing needs all over the city. Uh, we, as the mayor said earlier, uh, we're getting assistance from the governor and the National Guard, uh, about 200 National Guardsmen, about uh, two hours, about an hour ago, I guess. There'll be another about 1,500 sometime this evening to come in to, uh, to help us. And we're going to continue on the rescue efforts, but uh, policing will go on in the rest of the city as usual. Obviously, we're in a high state of alert. Um, we're looking at other government buildings, uh, securing those buildings, securing other areas in the city. Uh, right now, our primary focus and our, our efforts are in southern Manhattan. One more, please. I don't think anybody. Uh, the, the mayor and I were there this morning. Uh, I was there when the second plane hit the building. I was right underneath the building. Uh, I don't think anybody would have imagined that one of those airliners would have hit, hit the building like that. Nobody in their, in their right mind would have thought that would happen. So, and, it's, and in this circumstance, it was something we couldn't avoid. It. Uh, we couldn't have stopped, even if we tried. Uh, so. Thank you. Thank you. You've been listening to uh, Mayor Giuliani and Police Commissioner Bernard Carrick talking to reporters outside St. Vincent's Hospital in Lower Manhattan, the hospital that has been most impacted by this uh, disaster at the World Trade Center, overwhelmed by the number of uh, injured people that are being brought there and uh, asking for help earlier in the uh, day from some of the other hospitals in the area. And we had reports from uh, Rich Lamb that St. Luke's on the west side underutilized. Also, we had report that uh, that Bellevue underutilized. So, uh, obviously, in this chaos, uh, it'll take some time to straighten it out in terms of getting the victims to the proper places for care. Uh, the mayor did update the number of critically injured. He had been talking earlier of 150. Now he says more than 200. WCBS News Time, 358.
The city essentially shut down right now following the terrorist attacks on the World Trade Center buildings. Lower Manhattan closed off. Power has been turned off to the Battery Park area. Fires are still burning. You can still see that huge plume of smoke billowing out from where the Twin Towers used to stand. Traffic barely moving as well. You cannot get into Manhattan. Don't even think of trying it, but you can make your way out. Let's uh, get you an update on the traffic situation right now. Here's WCBS reporter Chris Majette. Well, if you are... Dr- if you are driving, we do have uh, the West Side Highway open. You can take the northbound West Side Highway up to the outbound GW Bridge. That is an option. We do have uh, some traffic coming across that GW Bridge heading into New Jersey. The FDR Drive is closed both ways from Battery Park up to the United Nations. Of course, uh, we have all of the Lower East River Bridges still shut down. Now, a lot of people are actually walking across the uh, the Brooklyn Bridge, also the Williamsburg and the Manhattan Bridges, but uh, no uh, vehicular traffic whatsoever. You can, however, drive uh, out of uh, Manhattan via the Queens Midtown Tunnel, 59th Street Bridge, or the Triborough Bridge. Those are three options for you as well. The um, Throgsneck Bridge and also the uh, Whitestone Bridge are open to uh, Queens-bound traffic only. If you want to take a ferry, uh, you can get a ferry from Pier 11 on Wall Street, also West 38th Street, East 34th, and Pier A, which is Battery Park. You can get a ferry to uh, New Jersey, Brooklyn, or Queens. And we did learn now that Staten Island ferries are running, but into Staten Island only. Uh, Again, the Holland and Lincoln tunnels are closed. New Jersey bound. GW Bridge, we do have one level open, so there is some traffic. Again, if you're coming off of the Cross Bronx westbound or the uh, northbound west side highway. New Jersey bound. Gothels Bridge, uh, Outer Bridge Crossing, and Bayonne Bridge are now open. Again, that's New Jersey bound only. Staten Island bound side closed. Verrazano Bridge, Staten Island bound is open. That $7 toll has been waived. If you want to take it up to the Tappan Zee Bridge, that is open both ways. Very, very heavy traffic, though, heading into Westchester County. Newburgh Beacon Bridge is also open. I'm Chris Majid. WCBS 880 News. You want to stay with us here for continuing coverage of the terrorist attacks on America. WCBS New York, WCBS News Time, 4 o'clock. CBS News, I'm Lou Miliano. Black and gray smoke continues to billow from the nation's financial center in New York and the seat of the country's military leadership in Washington following an unprecedented coordinated terrorist attack. Freedom itself was attacked this morning by a faceless coward and freedom will be defended. President Bush has the gravity of the day's events unfolded. Four jetliners hijacked, one each crashing into each of the towers of the World Trade Center, a third into the Pentagon, a fourth to Earth in western Pennsylvania. 322 dead from the jetliners alone. Fears are the casualty toll on the ground could well be into the thousands. Speaking at the headquarters of the FBI just moments ago, senior presidential advisor Karen Hughes. The United States Secret Service immediately secured the president the vice president, and the speaker of the house, and they are all safe. You said the FAA continues to have all air traffic in the country grounded until at least noon tomorrow, but also says all flights have now been accounted for. President Bush is at a strategic air command center near Omaha. There was no warning of the attacks. White House Press Secretary Ari Fleischer says for now the president is concerned about the victims, not any failure of U.S. intelligence. Seven hours after the first attack, lower Manhattan looks like a war zone. Both the Twin Towers have fallen. Tons of debris litter the streets for blocks. Terror- can't stop us. Rudy Giuliani, the mayor, immediately sealing off the city. Road and rail traffic only permitted out, not in. I'd ask the people of New York City to do everything that they can to cooperate, not to be frightened, to go about their lives as normal. Everything is safe right now in the city. Eyewitnesses couldn't believe their eyes and tried to put it into words. I see people jumping off the buildings. 
They were running out in the streets, getting hit by cars. It was just ugly. It was just terrible. The elevator banks were collapsed. The stainless steel doors were, were caved in. The marble panels uh, in the elevator bank and the main lobby floor were, were falling off the walls. There's about six inches of water uh, on the floor in the lobby. Scores of hospitals as far north as New Haven, Connecticut, pressed into service. Emergency crews only now able to begin working their way into the destruction, knowing crews ahead of them and civilians still lie trapped in the rubble. All police and fire department leave has been canceled. The National Guard has been mobilized. At the Pentagon, a similar scene where a CBS News reporter David Martin reports. Plane cut into that building just like an axe into a birthday cake. This is the west side of the building. People who were working on the east side of the building say they had their windows blown out and they saw a fireball. And again, the casualty count at the Pentagon, even at this hour, unknown. With the nation's financial centers in chaos, U.S. security markets came to a halt today following suspension of trading on the New York and American stock exchanges and the Nasdaq. This is CBS News. Terror strikes the U.S. A special report from WCBS. A pair of terrorist attacks in New York and in Washington, D.C. has the country on edge. Good afternoon. I'm Susan Kennedy. And I'm Tony Guida. WCBS News Time 403. America is reeling in horror after the biggest terrorist attack in the nation's history. Unimaginable what has happened so far today. The World Trade Center has crumbled after both towers were hit by planes, hijacked commercial airliners. The Pentagon is still burning after a plane crashed into the west side of that building. A fourth hijacked plane crashed outside Pittsburgh. All airports in the United States are closed. There is no air travel in the United States. There will not be air travel in the United States, says the Transportation Secretary, till at least noon tomorrow. Mayor Giuliani says rescue workers are trying to get into what is left of the World Trade Center, into the rubble, to look for survivors, says they are finding some survivors. He will, however, not venture a guess yet on the number of casualties. We have 1,500 people at Liberty State Park who were evacuated, described as walking wounded. They were evacuated by ferry and other means. There are about 600 as of about 15 minutes ago in local hospitals that we account for, 600 people that are being treated in local hospitals. And there are 150 uh, in particular that were critical that were moved by EMS. New York City has 170 hospitals. So we have a lot of hospitals, and we're utilizing all of them. Of course, with a situation like this being as fluid as it is, those numbers that the mayor gave are changing almost by the minute. And we can tell you that uh, a few minutes ago, the mayor actually updated the number of critically injured to over 200 who are being treated in area hospitals. Governor Pataki says 2,000 National Guard and state police will be on duty in the city later this evening. And they are, uh, will be here to help with the relief effort. But clearly, this is an attack upon America, it's an attack upon our freedom and our way of life, and we must retaliate and go after those who perpetuated this heinous crime against the people of America. 
Governor Pataki calling this an attack on America, our freedom, our way of life. For the first time uh, in the nation's history, there are no commercial aircraft flying anywhere. Lower Manhattan remains closed to all but emergency vehicles and people trying to get out of Manhattan. All uh, crossings into Manhattan have been closed since shortly after the planes crashed into the World Trade Center towers. Let's get a look at traffic right now. WCBS traffic reporter Chris Majette joining us. Well, let's uh, talk about the east side of Manhattan. If you want to get into uh, Brooklyn, the lower East River bridges, that's the Brooklyn Bridge, the Manhattan and Williamsburg bridges are uh, open to pedestrian traffic only, not to uh, cars or trucks. Uh, the Brooklyn Battery Tunnel is also shut down, moving a little bit further up. The uh, Queens Midtown Tunnel, 59th Street Bridge, and Triborough are actually completely open, Queensbound to vehicles and pedestrians. Tons and thousands of people actually walking across that 59th Street Bridge. Looks like the New York City Marathon. Uh, the uh, Triborough Bridge, again, is also an option. The Harlem River Bridges are also open, heading into the Bronx only. That would include the Willis Avenue Bridge, Madison Avenue Bridge, and also the McCombs Dam Bridge. You can uh, take the Henry Hudson Parkway right up to the Henry Hudson Bridge. GW Bridge has uh, one level open New Jersey bound, so that's taking up some of the traffic. You cannot get through the Hollander Lincoln Tunnels in uh, in either direction. So that is that is definitely not an option. FDR Drive still closed down between Battery Park and the United Nations. Now the Staten Island Bridges, the uh, Staten Island bound Verrazano Bridge is open. You cannot come into Brooklyn, but you can go into Staten Island. New Jersey bound uh, Gothels Bridge, Outer Bridge Crossing, and Bayonne Bridge also open now, but again, nobody coming into Staten Island. Up at the Tappan Zee Bridge, traffic is uh, very heavy both ways, but it is open both ways, and I think the Tappan Zee is one of the few bridges that is actually completely open in each direction. Newburgh Beacon Bridge, which is even farther north, is also open. Now, as far as transit goes, most subway lines are now running but with limited service, there is no bus service south of south of 14th Street in Manhattan and also all bus service uh, into and out of Manhattan from uh, New Jersey and also from Brooklyn and Queens. That has been suspended. Limited New Jersey transit service out of Penn Station into Newark. And then there's limited service once you're in Jersey on a northeast corridor line, North Jersey coastline, and also the Raritan Valley line. Metro North operating on a Saturday schedule. So there are trains leaving Grand Central on all three lines. And also the LIRR limited eastbound service out of Penn Station. You can get some ferry service. And again, this is all ferry service leaving Manhattan, not coming in. Staten Island Ferry is running. You can get a, a ferry from West 38th Street, also East 34th Street, uh, Pier 11, which is down at Wall Street, and also Pier A, Battery Park. And again, ferries uh, to New Jersey, Brooklyn, and to Queens. And I'm Chris Majet, WCBS 880 News. WCBS News Time 408. And speaking of uh, transit activities, let's go to WCBS reporter Irene Cornell. She's standing by at Grand Central Terminal. Irene? Well, at Grand Central, they're sending trains out every 10 or 15 minutes heading north out of the city. Over 30,000 commuters have made their escape since about 11.30 this morning when they began running trains out of the station. And wherever you go in the city, including right here at Grand Central, you find people with stunned looked on, looks on their faces who just can't forget what they witnessed from their office buildings in Lower Manhattan this morning. We were just standing there watching, watching the World Trade Center crumble, literally crumble, on fire and crumble. We heard that people were just, they didn't know what to do, they were jumping out the windows to get out, but where were they jumping to? They were jumping to their death. It was a gaping hole until that second plane came. These people who saw the plane just look absolutely shocked, they're in tears still can't get over it, and it'll be a long time before New York does. 
Reporting live from Grand Central, Irene Cornell, WCBS 880 News. WCBS News Time 409. This is a day that many of us will not soon forget. Two planes crashing into the two towers that made up the World Trade Center. Those towers are completely gone now. What you see in its wake, billowing smoke that continues to rise up into the sky and across the Hudson River from the debris that is still burning from the buildings. Not only the World Trade Center buildings, but several of the buildings around the World Trade Center also burning right now. WCBS News Time, 410. Terror strikes the U.S. A special report from WCBS. CBS News Update. I'm John Harchie. White House Counselor Karen Hughes has just spoken to the nation, assuring everyone that despite this morning's terrorist attacks, the government is still operating. The United States Secret Service immediately secured the President, the Vice President, and the Speaker of the House and they are all safe. President Bush, who was speaking in Florida this morning when the attacks happened, has been flown to an Air Force base. Air Force One has now landed at Offutt Air Force Base in Omaha, Nebraska, and the president is in a secure location. A White House official also stressed that though financial markets were closed today, the U.S. financial system continues to operate. Banks have been open all day. The Federal Reserve has operated regularly and continuously. At the Pentagon, firefighters are still trying to fully extinguish the fire caused by the crash of a hijacked airliner. In New York, there's massive destruction where the World Trade Center towers collapsed. CBS News correspondent Cammie McCormick reports. From where I'm standing, if you look up the street, you can see the smoke still billowing out of the World Trade Center, what remains of it in front of us. Along both sides of the street, dozens of ambulances have arrived, water trucks, emergency personnel. They've set up an emergency triage sector, also a morgue in case that's needed. Emergency workers are lining the street. They're waiting for their instruction. They could be waiting a long time. The FAA has grounded all commercial flights in the United States. CBS News Update. I'm John Harchie. Very latest heard live here on WCBS 880. We've been uh, telling you about uh, the transit situation and how you get out of Manhattan. We want to head over to uh, Mineola right now, where WCBS reporter Holly Hare has been talking to those who have gotten on an LIRR train. The eastbound trains that have been coming through here are packed. People are standing in the aisles. Many are visibly shaken by today's events, and packed or not, they were eager to take these trains out of Manhattan. Glad to be back home on the line. I am damn glad to be back on the line. Now, the Long Island Railroad is doing limited service eastbound from Penn Station. On a normal weekday afternoon, they have about 110,000 afternoon rush hour commuters, so you can guess on how long it's going to take everyone to get back out here today. Westbound, Long Island Railroad trains are stopping at Jamaica. People can try to take subways from there. Driving on Long Island, parkways are closed westbound at the Queens border, and the Long Island Expressway is closed westbound from Route 135 to the Queens border. Live at the Mineola train station, Holly Hare, WCBS 880 News. All right, Holly, thanks very much. We appreciate it. We want to head back into the area of the World Trade Center right now. We are getting some word that uh, one another building there is, is extremely unstable at this point and that there may be further building collapses. This would be Building 7 is what we're hearing. Yes, uh, the latest report uh, we can attribute it at this point to CNN, but uh, CNN saying that Building 7 at the World Trade Center which is just a little bit uh, north of the two towers.
towers that have already collapsed. CNN now saying that Building 7 at the World Trade Center is on fire and may collapse. Uh, we, of course, have no uh, confirmation of that, but we do have Allison Keyes standing by very close to the World Trade Center, able to see the uh, fires that continue to burn there. Allison, have you heard anything about that particular report? What can you tell us? Yes, I have. I'm being told that firefighters are pulling back with their trucks from the scene for fear that two remaining buildings, actually, by what used to be the World Trade Center, may collapse. One building is just north of it. The other building, if I understand correctly, is just to the east of it. They're both shorter buildings that have been burning for hours and hours now. Flames are shooting out of the window, and that's what makes it... That is what has made it so difficult for rescue workers to get into the rubble to see if there are any survivors left. About a thousand construction workers have spent the last several hours building wooden stretchers because they were afraid they wouldn't have enough. And they just brought them down Park Row, but there's still no way for workers to get to the building. Uh, it looks like a war zone here. It looks like, it looks like the entirety of lower Manhattan is on fire. It's eerie. Firefighters are covered with soot. Police officers are covered with soot. I've seen a lot of them sitting around crying because many police and firemen were in the building still. When it collapsed, they were helping people to get out. It's, it's absolutely a scene of de devastation here. Live in lower Manhattan, Allison Keyes, WCBS 880 News. Allison, let's uh, remind our listeners that the, uh, the World Trade Center complex actually consists of seven buildings, or it did before 9 o'clock this morning. The, the two most famous, of course, the towers, are now gone, having been uh, uh, hit by planes and collapsed. And now you're reporting that perhaps two more uh, buildings in that complex uh, are in danger of, of collapsing. Of course, these much much smaller buildings, but nonetheless, quite, a, quite devastating news. That is what I'm being told by workers on the scene. And a whole slew of firemen just pulled out. I'm told that they're going to try and get in from another direction to see if they can search for survivors at all. But right now, Right now, at this moment, they're pulling everything out of there to see, to make sure that they're not in any more danger. WCBS reporter Allison Keyes reporting live. Allison, get back to us as soon as you have new information. There are at least uh, 1,500 people who are being described as the walking wounded right now. A lot of people have been injured. They've been doing makeshift triage work and emergency medical care to people just about by the Chelsea Piers there where a center, a triage center has been set up. Lots of people have been taken to area hospitals. The most uh, severely impacted St. Vincent's Hospital, which has put out a plea for all doctors and nurses who might be able to get to St. Vincent's Hospital to please try and get to that facility as soon as possible. There is also a plea being put out right now for blood donations. In a crisis like this, the need for blood is just huge. WCBS reporter Rich Lamb joining us live with that part of the story. And we can tell you that the response has been enormous. Uh, here at the Red Cross over on the west side, they have never, ever, ever seen a response like this. It's utterly amazing. The front of the place with uh, both of the Red Cross flag and the American flag at half-staff uh, absolutely flooded with people. The Red Cross is now saying uh, they're telling all potential blood donors except O-positive donors uh, to come back tomorrow morning. They just cannot handle the number of people who have shown up to give blood. Uh, they do say that if you can't do it tomorrow morning, you could go to a local hospital uh, and donate there. There uh, is a line of O-positive donors here in front of the uh, Red Cross building on Amsterdam Avenue. And Andrew Sutton uh, is a venture capitalist. Uh, he walked over, wheeling his two kids with him in a carriage. Uh, to donate blood, because I feel it's the least I can do to help people that might be in trouble from the bombing today. 
How do you feel about what, what's happened? What goes through your mind when you think about it? I feel very angry that, um, you know, something like this would happen and that people would be killed senselessly. What do you think the U.S. should do? I think the U.S. should do what the Israelis did with the 72 Olympic tourists, which is find every one of them and kill them. Now, all the talk at a local deli here is about revenge. People lined up to buy a, a pint of milk or, or a soda, soft drink, saying, hunt them down, find them, find the right ones, and kill them. Live on the west side, Rich Lamb, WCBS 880 News. All right, Rich, thanks very much. Again, the need for blood donations, not exclusive to Manhattan. If you happen to be on Long Island, the Long Island Blood Service is looking for your help as well. They have set up uh, two locations for you to give blood. One at 3125 Veterans Memorial Highway in Bohemia, and the other in Melview at 905 Route 110. If you can give blood at all and help in this emergency situation, please do so. Look in your phone book, call the blood center nearest you, and donate some blood. WCBS News Time 418. No way into the city of New York. Uh, confused ways out. Let's get the latest from the WCBS Traffic Center in Chris Majet. Chris? Well, there are some ways out. Mass transit-wise, we do have limited service on the LIRR, Metro North, and also most subway lines. Limited service. Same thing with New Jersey Transit, uh, leaving Penn Station, heading into Newark, New Jersey. Uh, all bus Bus service is uh, suspended, though, into and out of Manhattan. There's no bus service. There's no city bus service south of 14th Street. Uh, there is some ferry service. If you need to get into Brooklyn, Queens, or New Jersey, you can catch a ferry from East 34th Street, also on the west side, uh, 30, West 38th Street, Pier A, which is down at Battery Park, and also Pier 11, Wall Street. The Staten Island Ferry is also running, but that is into Staten Island only. All uh, domestic flights, we are learning, are suspended until at least 12 noon tomorrow. Uh, heading uh, out of the city via a car or via uh, being on foot. We do have the uh, 59th Street Bridge and the Queensmantown Tunnel open Queensbound only to cars and to pedestrians. The uh, Triborough Bridge is also open to cars heading into Queens only and also heading from the Bronx into Queens. The Harlem River Bridges are also open Bronxbound only. That includes the Willis Avenue Bridge, Madison Avenue Bridge, McCombs Dam Bridge, and also if you want to head up the West Side Highway, you can get to the outbound GW Bridge, which has one level open Jersey Bound only, and also you can take that Henry Hudson Parkway right up to the Henry Hudson Bridge. Again, that is open in one direction only, and that is on the northbound side. The outbound Holland and Lincoln tunnels remain shut down on the east side of Manhattan. The FDR Drive is closed both ways between Battery Park and the United Nations. As far as the Throgsneck and Whitestone bridges go, those two bridges are open Queensbound only. All traffic is uh, is uh, stopped if you're trying to head into the Bronx. I'm Chris Majet, WCBS 880 News. Thank you, Chris, very much, and we'll be checking in with Chris once again in another 10 minutes for the very latest on the traffic situation to help get you out of Manhattan. Terror strikes the U.S. A special report from WCBS. CBS News Update. I'm Tom Fodi. We can see people jumping from the top of the building. New York Mayor Rudolph Giuliani describing an unbelievable scene. The 110-story Twin Towers of New York's World Trade Center destroyed by a pair of apparently hijacked jetliners forced to crash into the heart of New York's financial district. This construction worker was there. Some woman couldn't walk because she was passing out. So we helped her down. Firemen went upstairs to see if anyone else was in there. No word on fatalities, but the expectation is there will be many, many of them as the huge twin towers, the symbols of lower Manhattan skyline, just disappear. Again, Mayor Giuliani. We told the president that uh, we thought that um, the whole rescue effort would take 
week or so or more. And federal and local authorities around Washington are also in a state of emergency following an airliner attack on the Pentagon. A major part of the building now, nothing but burning rubble. White House Counselor Karen Hughes. The federal government is acting to help local communities with search and rescue and emergency management operations. The nation's military is on its highest state of alert. Emergencies have been declared around New York and Washington and other parts of the country. All air travel grounded at least until tomorrow. Markets are closed as the nation tries to deal with the worst acts of terrorism in its history. CBS News Update, I'm Tom Fody. Heard live here at WCBS 880. It was mayhem in the streets around the World Trade Center as people rushed into the streets trying to escape when those planes crashed into the Twin Towers. We get more on that now from WCBS reporter Sean Adams in Lower Manhattan. In the time between the plane crashes and the collapses, it was a frantic scramble to evacuate the towers. William Rodriguez, a tower maintenance worker, found himself pressed into service as a rescuer. I got out just before the building collapsed. Seconds. And there were still people there. There were still firemen. I'm talking about the 33rd floor, 34th floor, 38, 39, and 22nd. We were taking out some people that were on a wheelchair and a uh, lady that was had a like like a heart attack. People told me they were able to get down from the 86th, 82nd floors. I was just a few blocks away on Church and Park when Tower Two came down. There was a demonic roar. I glanced up. And I saw the top third of the tower leaning, the rest of it splintering and turning to dust underneath. Everyone in the street started running to escape the wave of dust washing up Broadway. In lower Manhattan, Sean Adams, WCBS 880 News. New York, the nation reeling after today's terrorist attacks. There is still no definite word on the number of casualties from the terrorist plane crashes that toppled the World Trade Center towers. Hundreds of people, though, are being treated at hospitals around Manhattan. WCBS reporter Kathy Carpin is at one of them. She is at Bellevue Hospital and joins us live. And over 125 injured so far from this disaster have been brought here to Bellevue. We're told one or two people are dead on arrival or died soon after arriving one of the dead, a fireman, a spokesman says he expects many emergency workers to be among the dead and injured because these are obviously the types that rushed to the scene when this event first started. Dr. Robert Hessler is in charge of emergency here at Bellevue and NYU. He expects a lot more casualties from this to be coming in as the day wears on. I expect that as they get into the area, we're going to see more people with crush injuries, more people with very significant injuries, and then later on this evening, we'll probably get some of the patients that weren't so critical, didn't need immediate transport, they'll be brought here. And then people are going to continue to come into the hospital because they've been exposed to all the smoke and the dust and everything else. Dr. Hester says a lot of people who have been exposed to this dust um, and if they're having respiratory problems should head to the hospital and be treated there. Hundreds here are donating blood. They're still putting out a call, as you mentioned, for more blood because they're anticipating a great need. If you can get to a local hospital in your area, that might help. Kathy Carpin, live from Bellevue, back to you. All right, Kathy, 424 on WCBS 880. Uh, the latest word from uh, Lower Manhattan is that uh, two more of the World Trade Center complex buildings are about to uh, collapse, it appears. Building 7 in the most peril right now. It is ablaze. Uh, rescue workers, as Allison Keyes told us a few minutes ago, have uh, pulled out of that particular area. Building 7, a much smaller, obviously, building than either of the two 110-story towers that 
no longer exists. Building 7 ablaze at the moment and apparently getting ready to collapse. And another building, and I believe Allison told us it was building number 5, also in danger of collapse there. There are 7, or were, 7 buildings making up the World Trade Center complex. Two of them gone, of course. The World Trade Center Towers, famous landmark of this city and the world. They are gone. Building 7 getting ready to come down. And another building apparently uh, getting ready to follow it down. In terms of casualties, the mayor has uh, given us the earliest estimates in terms of just injured. And they add up to more than uh, 2,000, 2,200 or so. And, uh, but no, no speculation on the number of uh, dead so far. Well, as uh, you just mentioned, there are a lot of people who are being treated at various makeshift areas. We want to go live to uh, WCBS reporter Peter Haskell for the very latest and those trying to help those who have suffered from injuries. Peter? Susan, a triage area has been set up here with uh, probably more than 100 nurses. They have set up a mix in a large... All right, we are having a little bit of trouble with Peter's transmission there, as you can understand. Cell phone uh, connections are a little bit iffy at this point. We were just talking about Mayor Giuliani, the mayor on our air, also talking about just the number of injuries, the number of injuries not even begun to been uh, calculated. The number of deaths has not been uh, calculated at this point either. They are still operating in a search and rescue mode, still trying to save as many lives as possible. Well, there are a lot of injured, uh, a lot of injured people, police officers, firefighters, and other other people. They're stunned. They're shocked. All different degrees of injury. We know we've lost a number of lives already. I don't know the number yet. All right, that is Mayor Giuliani talking about uh, that not only people who were in the World Trade Center towers are injured, but the, the rescuers, the firefighters, the police officers, many of them have been injured, and perhaps the number of lives will be lost will be in the thousands. They are trying to help those people who suffered injuries. Let's uh, go back to WCBS reporter Peter Haskell at Chelsea Piers. Well, let's try it one more time. Peter, you there? I am here, Susan. Let's try it again. Uh, they've set up a makeshift operating room here in a TV studio that used to be used for Spin City. They have maybe 50 tables, desks, whatever they can, flat surfaces they can get. They've covered them with sheets. Uh, probably more than 100 doctors and more than 100 nurses here. We expect that once they start removing survivors from that area downtown, they will bring them here for triage. If they need emergency surgery, they will get that here. Doctors from all over the city. It still looks like a volcano, like the plume just heading skyward in ash color. The wind is blowing it from west to east and just continues to pour out of the ground. The west side highway is closed. We've seen emergency vehicles come by from New Jersey, from Westchester County. We've seen New Jersey State Police racing by. We have seen also uh, front-end loaders and other types of earth-moving equipment. Construction company trucks and vans have come through. Uh, they have brought in oxygen here. They've brought in IVs here and IV stands. And also here is the Reverend Jonathan Lindman, who thought when they do start bringing survivors here, uh, that he might be able to offer some spiritual help, and we'll play a little bit of that. People say, how does, how does God let this happen? And someone says that, what, what, how do you respond to that? Uh, I would say I've had that question many, many times myself, and it is part of the struggle of faith to come to grips with that, and there are no easier pet answers ever for a question like that. What is your, what's your role going to be here today? What are you going to be doing? I'm on faculty at the General Theological Seminary, which is about a block from here. And um, uh, some students and I are here 
to provide pastoral care and support. Uh, there are also clinical psychologists here, social workers, and we hope to work as a team uh, and refer people to each other. Uh, I would hope uh, people of other religious traditions uh, would be present uh, uh, so they can have uh, care in their own tradition, uh, but that remains to be seen if those resources will be here. That is the Reverend Jonathan Lindman from the General Theological Seminary. Again, you can see the smoke still pouring out from where the towers were. Uh, people here have talked about the fact folks who walked from the World Financial Center, they saw people jumping out of the upper stories of the Twin Towers. And again, we are still waiting here at Chelsea Piers uh, for some of the survivors to be brought here. Reporting live from Chelsea Piers, Peter Haskell, WCBS 880 News. WCBS News Time 429. And we would also like to mention, uh, as Cardinal Edward Egan, the vicar of the New York Archdiocese, told us here on the WCBS News line earlier this afternoon, the cardinal himself will be celebrating a mass at St. Patrick's at 530 this afternoon. All right, let's get you uh, out of Manhattan if uh, we can right now. WCBS traffic reporter Chris uh, Majette standing by. Well, we have gotten some good news, at least at the Throgs Neck and Whitestone bridges. They are now open in uh, both directions, and one of our CBS cellmates has actually told us that the, uh, that the tolls at the uh, Throgs Neck and Whitestone bridges have been waived. The Tribro Bridge is open for uh, Queensbound traffic only. Queens and Bronxbound, you cannot get into Manhattan. If you want to use the 59th Street Bridge or the Queens Midtown Tunnel, they are both open Queensbound. A lot of people are taking it on foot and walking across the 59th Street Bridge. Same thing on the Manhattan and Williamsburg bridges. People are walking across. You cannot take a vehicle, though, on any of the lower East River crossings. The outbound Holland and Lincoln tunnels still shut down. The uh, GW Bridge is open on the outbound upper roadway, so if you want to scoot up the West Side Highway, you can head across the GW Bridge, or you can take that Henry Hudson Parkway northbound all the way up to the Henry Hudson Bridge. That is also an option. If you want to take a ferry, uh, you can get a ferry at West 38th Street on the West Side, East 34th Street, down near Battery Park at Pier A and also down at Wall Street at Pier 11. And uh, Staten Island Ferry is also running Staten Island bound only. As far as the trains go, Metro North, LIRR, New Jersey Transit, all with limited service. Amtrak has also restored service both ways uh, between New York City and D.C. And I'm Chris Majette, WCBS 880 News. WCBS News Time 431. Terror strikes the U.S. A special report from WCBS. CBS News Update. I'm Lou Meliano. There is a national ground stop in place. That means no aircraft are taking off right now. All air traffic across this country has been grounded until at least midday tomorrow in the wake of the unprecedented terrorist attack on the Twin Towers of the World Trade Center and the Pentagon. Hijacked airliners crashing into the high-profile targets. Joe Macaluso is a construction worker. He was on the 34th floor of Tower 1. First, everybody started trampling everybody, and then they said, stop, stop, and take it easy and everybody walked down normally peacefully and there was all kinds of smoke coming from the other end. CBS News correspondent Scott Pelley. Another firefighter who ran to the scene as soon as he knew what was happening came out and told us that he didn't see any wounded people around the World Trade Centers. He just saw what he described as parts of bodies. Much the same story at the Pentagon where only now emergency crews are beginning to make their way through the debris. President Bush is safe and secure at a strategic air command base near Omaha and has ordered a full-scale investigation. CBS News Update. 
I'm Lou Maliano. The very latest heard live here on WCBS 880. Our continuing live coverage of the terrorist attacks on America, starting off with the Twin Towers of the World Trade Center, which are no longer. Planes crashed into both of those towers. The towers have collapsed. The fire continues to burn at the towers. And now two of the other buildings in the World Trade Center complex are also said to be threatening to collapse as well. We have reporters throughout the area keeping you up to date on this terrorist act against the United States as you continue to see that smoke billowing from the financial area of New York City. The survivors being pulled from the rubble. There are survivors. There are many people, though, who did not make it out of those buildings that collapsed. The terror attack on the towers has caused an untold number of deaths. WCBS News Time 433. And among the reporters covering the story for us, Irene Cornell, standing by at Grand Central Terminal, where she has commuters trying to get out of the city, but also some people who witnessed this horrific attack this morning. Uh, Irene? When you see the people with a stunned look in their eyes, it's because they came from lower Manhattan. Many of them saw the World Trade Center crumble from their office windows. They could not believe what they are seeing, but now the World Trade Center is, is, is just a puff of smoke. This woman just said she's still in shock. Everything started crumbling and coming down. And billows and billows of just crumbled. But to see the plane go into the building, I mean, it's like you're in a, you're in a movie. This only happens in a movie. This doesn't happen to New York. This doesn't happen to New York is what people are still saying. They still can't believe it. They are now scrambling just to get out of the city. And at Grand Central Terminal, the trains have been running north, getting people home. Over 30,000 commuters had left the city by 3 o'clock this afternoon, and more are leaving as fast as they can. Reporting live, Irene Cornell, WCBS 880 News. Thank you, Irene. When we woke up this morning, we thought it would be just another day here in New York City, a day we would go to the polls and try and conduct an election, a primary election. The election in the city postponed. The election in the state of New York also postponed today by Governor Pataki following the attack on the World Trade Center buildings. The airports have all uh, grounded all planes. All planes are on the ground right now. There is not a single airplane that will take off or land in the United States until at least tomorrow at 12 noon. The first time ever that the FAA has grounded all aircraft flying in or out of this country. The governor has deployed the National Guard to come to to uh, the lower Manhattan area. They will be on duty in the city tonight. As for President Bush, he was in Sarasota, Florida when these attacks began just before 9 o'clock here in New York City. And then about an hour later, a plane slammed into the side of the Pentagon. That building also still on fire. The president has uh, now been uh, ro relocated to an Air Force base in Nebraska. Karen Hughes telling us uh, that uh, he is in a safe place right now. He is considered an address to the nation tonight. You want to stay with WCBS 880. We will carry that live when it does happen. And uh, as we woke up this morning, nor did we have any indication that we would be participating and witness to one of the most heinous acts in world history. That's a quote from Mayor Rudy Giuliani describing what he saw in Lower Manhattan uh, this morning. He, the police commissioner and the fire commissioner were in a building quite nearby the World 
Trade Center when it was attacked. In fact, the mayor, the police commissioner, and the fire commissioner were trapped in that building for a time after the World Trade Center were attacked. That was attacked. That was particular building, 75 Barclay Street, and uh, the mayor, police commissioner, fire commissioner couldn't get out until uh, sometime after, a few minutes after, the first tower of the World Trade Center collapsed. And then they were able to escape through underground corridors. Uh, we also know that uh, as far as national officials, the Secretary of State and is heading back to the United States. The uh, uh, Vice President Cheney and the National Security Advisor Condoleezza Rice are in secure facilities at the White House. The Secretary of Defense remains at the Pentagon, which continues to be on fire uh, from an attack, a plane slamming into the west side of uh, that building, the seat of America's military might, in fact. Uh, also the target of a hijacked plane crashed directly into the Pentagon. The Pentagon's still on fire. Officials saying uh, there are dead within the Pentagon. Don't know how many. Haven't been able to reach any of the people inside the Pentagon. But the Secretary of Defense is said to still be at the uh, Pentagon. The president at an Air Force base, as Susan said, in in um, Omaha, Nebraska, off at Air Force Base. And uh, there will be, as we have been telling you, no flights. This country is shut down. No flights until at least noon tomorrow. City shut down, country shut down. Uh, an extraordinary day in the history of this city and this country. We are also just now learning, too, from a White House spokesman Ari Fleischer that President Bush is now returning to Washington and the White House expected to be there later on today after traveling to those secure military bases in both Louisiana and then in Nebraska, vowing to hunt down those responsible for this attack on the United States. The attack began this morning here in Manhattan, and we are going to do another roundup of exactly what transpired this morning. But first, we want to help you get out of Manhattan if that is your mission right now. Let's get over to the traffic center. WCBS uh, traffic reporter Chris Majet can help. Well, we'll talk about the roads first. The uh, east side of Manhattan, the FDR Drive is closed. You're not going to be able to drive on the FDR from Battery Park up to the United Nations. If you do want to cross the uh, the East River, um, you, you can use the Queens Midtown Tunnel, the 59th Street Bridge, or the Triborough Bridge. They are taking vehicles and all pede also pedestrians walking across the 59th Street Bridge. We also have pedestrians walking into Brooklyn via the Williamsburg Bridge and the Manhattan Bridge, but no uh, vehicles at all on any of the lower East River crossings. Now, as far as the Harlem River crossings go, all those bridges are open heading into the Bronx. That includes the Willis Avenue Bridge, the Madison Avenue Bridge, the McCombs Dam Bridge. Also, you can take it up the uh, West Side Highway to the outbound GW Bridge. We do have that upper roadway open Jersey bound and also the northbound Henry Hudson Parkway. Uh, the Henry Hudson Bridge is open heading up into the Bronx, so that is also an option. Outbound Holland and Lincoln Tunnels remain closed down. By the way, let me just tell you about the Throgs Neck and Whitestone Bridges. They are now open both ways. They were closed for a while. One of our CBS cellmates told us that they actually waived the tolls at those two bridges, the Throgs Neck and Whitestone. As far as transit goes, most subway lines are running now, but with limited service. All bus service into and out of Manhattan has been suspended until further notice. There's no bus service in Manhattan south of 14th Street. Limited New Jersey transit service on trains out of Penn Station heading into Newark. Amtrak has resumed service uh, both, the way, both directions between New York City and Washington, D.C. And also limited service on Metro North, Long Island Railroad. There is ferry service leaving the west side. The east side, also Staten Island ferries are running, but with uh, limited service into Staten Island. 
Island only. I'm Chris Majette, WCBS 880 News. All right, Chris, thanks very much. And we're going to check in with Chris in another 10 minutes on the very latest on the traffic situation here in Manhattan. Terror strikes the U.S. A special report from WCBS. CBS News update. I'm Tom Fody. They are appealing for blood as they try to save the living and count the dead at the now-destroyed Twin Towers of the World Trade Center, the 110-story symbols of lower New York City. Mayor Rudolph Giuliani. We know there are still people there that are alive and that can be saved, so the entire effort is right now geared toward helping them. But the risk there is not over. CBS News correspondent Pamela McCall. There are two more buildings that are in a perilous situation. At least one is about to go. The status of the second one is not known at this time, but they are battling fires on several fronts here. At the Pentagon, similar search and rescue operations underway after a hijacked jetliner attack there. Admiral Craig Quigley. Right now, our focus is on controlling the fires in the building, uh, taking a head count of the injured, making sure families are notified. That's our priority right now. More on the military status from White House Counselor Karen Hughes. We contacted American forces and embassies throughout the world and placed them on high alert. As for the nation's leadership, the United States Secret Service immediately secured the President, the Vice President, and the Speaker of the House, and they are all safe. Mr. Bush issuing this promise during a stop at a Louisiana Air Force base. Make no mistake, the United States will hunt down and punish those responsible for these cowardly acts. The president now reported in the air again as the nation assesses the effects of the worst terrorism in its history. Many normal operations closed or suspended, among them the markets and sports. The stock exchange is staying closed tomorrow. CBS News Update, I'm Tom Fody. Terror strikes the U.S. A special report from WCBS. Black smoke continues to billow from the nation's financial center in New York and its military nerve center in Washington, the Pentagon. Fires continue to blaze at both locations. Two more buildings in the World Trade Center complex or nearby are still burning and reportedly about to collapse. Let's get the latest on that from Allison Keyes near the scene. Allison? Chief Robert Hemsworth of Battalion 48 says firefighters are pulling back for fear that a 40-story building just north of where the towers were is going to collapse and if it does it may have a six-story building that's right next to it right now they said they're very unstable they're pulling people out of there they just don't want anybody else hurt plus there are reports that there's diesel fuel in one of the burning buildings so they're worried about that as well but the worst news from here is that as many as 20 fire companies and scores of police officers were in the towers when they collapsed firefighters here are sitting around many of them have tears in their eyes they're just devastated over the loss of their colleagues. I just spoke to Dr. Gerald Ginsburg. He's a surgeon, a plastic surgeon from NYU downtown who is taking care of some of the injured. He says he's handled everything from people burned over 90% of their bodies to others who have had limbs and other extremities sheared off by glass. It's really a horror scene here. We're live in lower Manhattan. Allison Keyes, WCBS 880 News. Allison, before we uh, lose you, uh, this report that the 40-story building, which is north of the Trade Center, may collapse and, and it has official is very concerned and may even fall on a, on, a, on a smaller building. Is that in addition to the earlier reports we heard that another of the World Trade Center complex buildings, specifically number seven, was in peril of coming down? I think that the shorter building may actually be World Trade Center number seven, but no one, no one standing at this corner is actually sure of the address. People are just trying to pull out and give them some room to get some more equipment in there. 
All right, Allison Keys live from uh, very close to the scene of the devastation at the World Trade Center. Here's what we can tell you right now. There were four planes that were apparently involved in today's terrorist attack. American Airlines says two of its planes, both hijacked, crashed with a total of 156 people on board. Flight 11, which was a flight from Boston to Los Angeles, and Flight 77 from Dulles to Los Angeles, were involved from American Airlines. United Airlines also lost two planes. Flight 93, which had 40 people on board. United Flight 175 was the other flight. It was a flight from Boston to Los Angeles. And let me just backtrack a little bit. That United Airlines uh, flight number 93 was a flight that took off this morning from Newark International Airport for San Francisco. That's the one that crashed southeast of Pittsburgh with 45 people on board. And that is the one where a passenger was able to use his cell phone to call emergency personnel yelling into the phone, we are being hijacked were being hijacked just before that plane crash. There are injuries, there are deaths. And let's deal first with the injuries. WCBS reporter Peter Haskell is at Chelsea Pier where the triage, the makeshift triage uh, location has been set up. Peter? And Susan, just a few moments ago, we saw a couple of vans pull up with more doctors and more medical supplies earlier. Uh, we noted there were probably more than 100 doctors and nurses here already. They're continuing to bring people in. They've set up makesh a makeshift operating room in a television studio that used to be used by Spin City. They're actually using some of the lights that uh, would normally be used for the TV production to light these tables. They've just uh, put sheets over whatever they could find, plywood, uh, tables, desks, whatever they could find. Uh, there have been doctors here. We spoke a short time ago with a, an NYPD nurse who was in Queens at her office when this whole thing started this morning. And we were on the 16th floor uh, looking out towards the uh, two towers, and uh, we had seen that one was smoking. We had heard on the radio that it was hit by a plane, and as we were observing that smoke, we actually saw the second plane hit the building. And um, so what had happened is everyone was just told no one's going home and we were going to be mobilized and we sat in, around until they told us where to go. And myself and uh, Dr. Magliato were assigned to come here to assist in anything that we could do with the other medical personnel. Do you have a handle on what kinds of things you're going to be doing? What's going to be going on here? Uh, we won't know until people start coming in. And any idea what the game plan is? Uh, well, it's always to bring. We brought uh, numerous medical supplies with us. Uh, in, in helping with uh, if there was going to be mass casualties and just helping to have enough uh, things on hand. So they brought in oxygen tanks, rubber gloves, all kinds of uh, gowns and things that the surgical garb that they would need. I will tell you now that looking downtown, it's it just uh, a tower of uh, smoke still rising from where the Twin Towers used to be, uh, ash-colored, a very light gray, still just billowing out of there as if it had just happened. It's, this is not just a trickle of smoke. This is just large plumes of billowing smoke. Uh, there are also folks lined up on the other side of Chelsea Piers. There are free ferries running to get people to New Jersey, and they've been running all day. Both the Circle Line and the uh, Spirit cruise ships have been taking folks back and forth. As a matter of fact, we spoke to someone early this morning, right after this happened, a gentleman who lived downtown, walked up here, uh, doesn't know anybody in New Jersey, doesn't live uh, in New Jersey, but just wanted to get off Manhattan Island. He was desperate, and that's just the way things have been. Reporting live from Chelsea Piers, Peter Haskell, WCBS 880 News. Peter, you mentioned the uh, smoke that continues to billow out from the fires that continue to burn there around the World Trade Center complex. The ash falling as well. Is that falling in your area? 
Uh, no, we're quite a ways up from there, but we can certainly see the wind is blowing up from the west, so those folks who are uh, on the east side and a little bit farther downtown are likely uh, getting that. And we also spoke to some folks who were down in the South Street Seaport area, and they talked about the raining smoke, uh, and, excuse me, raining debris and ash. So, And we some, we've seen some of the ambulances here with literally an inch or two of ash on the windshield seeming as if they perhaps needed their windshield wipers. So that gives you an idea of just how thick this, this ash and debris is. Peter Haskell reporting live on WCBS 880. You're listening to continuing live coverage of the terrorist attacks on New York and Washington. WCBS News Time 448, and this time on any normal day, we'd be into the thick of a rush hour. Uh, everybody trying to get out of Manhattan. Well, folks are trying some to get out of Manhattan. Nobody's been able to come in ever since this happened early this morning, about 9 o'clock. Let's get the latest now from Chris Majette at the WCBS Traffic Center. Chris? Well, a lot of folks have actually been trying to get out of Manhattan since about 9, 9.15 this morning. The uh, Holland and Lincoln tunnels remain closed. By the way, you cannot walk through the tunnels. Uh, Port Authority has told us that some people have some crazy ideas about walking through the outbound Lincoln Tunnel. You cannot walk through the Hollander Lincoln Tunnels to get into New Jersey. You can't drive through them either. Uh, some people uh, are making their way out of the city into Jersey via the GW Bridge. That upper level is open. You can take the West Side Highway up to the George. You can take that uh, West Side Highway, Henry Hudson Parkway combination up to the Henry Hudson Bridge. That will also work out. Lower East River crossings, Brooklyn, Manhattan, and Williamsburg bridges are closed to vehicular traffic, but some people are taking it on foot. The uh, Brooklyn Battery Tunnel also shut down. You can use the Queens Midtown Tunnel or the 59th Street Bridge. You can drive into Queens via, uh, via either of those two crossings. Same thing at the uh, Tribro Bridge. Tappan Zee Bridge is also still open in each direction. Let's get a check on the weather now from Craig Allen, WCBS Weather Center. Around 60 in the city, 50 to 55 for the suburbs, 45 to 50 in the chilly inland valleys. This under clear skies. Sunny tomorrow, 72 to 78. Thursday, sunny to partly cloudy, about 80. We could see a shower late Thursday or Thursday night. Then clearing and cooler Friday, fair, dry, and cool for Saturday and Sunday. I'm Craig Allen at the WCBS Weather Center. Terror strikes the U.S. A special report from WCBS. CBS News Update. I'm John Hartsheet. Freedom itself was attacked this morning by a faceless coward. Earth. and freedom will be defended. President Bush, soon after this morning's terrorist attacks in New York and Washington, the president was in Florida when the attacks happened. Then he was rushed away to secure Air Force bases in Louisiana and Nebraska. Now aides say the president is on the way back to Washington. In New York, there's danger of more World Trade Center buildings collapsing. The two huge towers fell earlier today. The number of casualties will be more than any any of us can bear, ultimately. New York Mayor Rudolph Giuliani. In Washington, the Pentagon was the target, hit by another hijacked airliner. One Pentagon wing was heavily damaged. A fourth hijacked airliner crashed in western Pennsylvania. There will be many questions about the adequacy of U.S. security, but CBS News aviation correspondent Bob Orr points out... If you have a suicide terrorist willing to die in the attack, it could be he could walk right through a manned checkpoint he can fit the profile of all the normal passengers and through some kind of means on the plane take control of that airliner. No terrorist group has claimed responsibility, but in Jerusalem, CBS News reporter Robert Berger says there was jubilant reaction by some enemies of the U.S. In some parts of the West Bank and Gaza Strip, Palestinians took to the streets to celebrate the attacks. But the Palestinian Authority has condemned the attacks and quickly dispersed the celebrants. All U.S. airports remain closed. CBS News Update. 
I'm John Hartchie. The very latest heard live here on WCBS 880. With this kind of situation, there is now a critical need for blood. And on the WCBS Newsline with us now is Linda Levy with the uh, New York Blood Center. How critical is the shortage? Well, actually, um, we don't really know exactly because we haven't heard from hospitals this afternoon. But we've had a tremendous response from the public, which is really gratifying. I think people are obviously very moved by the, by the tragedy that occurred this morning. In fact, we have very, very lengthy delays of lines of people who have, who have turned out to donate blood. We've probably collected several thousand pints already today, which is very, very good news. We're, we're at the point now where we're triaging for type O donors and RH negative donors first and foremost. We're actually encouraging other people to come back. Um, in the next few days rather than wait six, seven, eight hours online. So, Linda, from, the, from what you can understand and the demands being made on the blood supply, can you give us any indication from your perspective of how many injured we're dealing with around the city and in the various hospitals? You know, I wish I could. We're, we're really um, waiting for that information ourselves. Um, we haven't, earlier this morning when we first heard about the tragedy, we were proactive and we called all of the hospitals in the downtown Manhattan area and offered to, to meet any extraordinary needs that they had. We contacted the police and the um, city emergency management department to be sure that we would have escorts so that we could guarantee picking up any blood that was being collected and delivering it to the hospitals because of the traffic chaos throughout New York. And we, we secured those, um, those escorts, and we have been able to get blood around town. As I said, this afternoon we haven't been hearing from the hospitals as much, so I don't have an up-to-date status of, of what the... Um, um, the, the patient situation is, um, but we're, we're delighted, as I said, that the public response for the need for blood has been so tremendous. We're, we're really encouraged by that, but we also don't want people to, to wait hours and hours and hours on end. So as I said, we're right now triaging type O donors, and that's the, the most um, in-demand type right now. And we're encouraging people to check with us as the days, um, you know, the next few days, um, roll around so that they don't have to wait six and seven hours. We want to make sure that their time is well spent. All right, Linda, thanks very much. We appreciate the information right now. That's Linda Levy with the uh, New York Blood Center. Uh, people are responding. New Yorkers are pulling together as usual, as is the case in a tragedy such as this magnitude right now. WCBS News Time 454. We have been telling you about the National Guard ordered into Lower Manhattan by Governor Pataki, and I think it bears repeating what the mayor said earlier. This is no further cause for alarm. These uh, National Guardsmen and state police officers a total of about 2,000, are being brought here essentially to be relief for the city firefighters and the city police who are all on duty and all have been called to duty and all working yeoman jobs down in lower Manhattan trying to uh, provide a rescue effort down there. Uh, we could also uh, report to you that Mayor Giuliani told uh, reporters a little while ago that uh, an additional city morgue has been set up on the west side of Manhattan in the 50s. Uh, the uh, official city morgue, of course, on the east side in the 30s over on First Avenue. But uh, this tragedy necessitating apparently the, the, another morgue be set up on the west side in the 50s. Two buildings continue to burn in the World Trade Center area. They may be part of the complex. They may not be. As Allison Keyes reported earlier, uh, firefighters and fire officials pulling back in that area because a 40-story building that she reported that it is just north of the World Trade Center complex is in danger of coming down and may bring down, if it does, a smaller building nearby. And that smaller building may in
in fact be number seven World Trade Center. If that were to happen, that of course would be three of the World Trade Center buildings gone uh, as a result of these attacks on the United States today. We should tell you that President Bush, who was in Omaha at a uh, an Air Force base most recently, off at Air Force Base, is on Air Force One now, heading back to Washington. Other officials of the administration are in secure facilities uh, at the White House and other places around uh, Washington. It's been about eight hours now since that first plane crashed into the north side of one of the towers of the World Trade Center, believed to have been American Airlines flight number 11 out of Boston to Los Angeles. And then about 18 minutes later, a second plane, believed to have been a United Airlines flight, crashed into the side of the second tower. Within an hour, the tower started to collapse. It was mayhem in the streets when those towers did collapse earlier today. WCBS reporter Mary Gay Taylor had a close call. Could see the explosion and everybody ran and it was like time stood still. I realized I couldn't get out of range so I got under an EMS truck. And that is uh, Mary Gay Taylor at the time when the uh, Twin Towers collapsed. The fire still uh, going right now. You can see the smoke for miles. A couple of other buildings in the World Trade Center complex also dangerously close to collapsing as well. The firefighters, the rescue workers, those have been on the scene trying to find survivors have been pulling back because of that possible danger of more buildings collapsing. WCBS Newstime 457. And WCBS reporter Holly Hare is on Long Island with the latest uh, from there. Holly, what can you tell us? All right, we're going to bring up Holly Hare right now. Holly, go ahead and tell us. They're just ahead, happy Holly. to be off of Long Island. The, tra the trains are packed coming from the city. Um, Mark Lim lives a block from the World Trade Center. His building was evacuated. He hid in a store when that smoke cloud was chasing him. And then after that, he left Manhattan by foot and is heading to stay with friends here on Long Island. The smoke was chasing us, so everyone started... We walked across Brooklyn Bridge. I was lost. I ran into a couple of people, and they just, you know, took me to the Long Island Railroad. And I, I didn't know anything. I just hopped on any trains. Now, we do have some new information from the LIRR that they have restored limited westbound service to Penn Station and Brooklyn. Earlier, the trains were only going up to Jamaica, but again, now they are going to Penn Station in Brooklyn. Live at the Mineola train station, Holly Hare, WCBS 880 News. All right, Holly, thanks very much, and uh, we're going to help you uh, get around just a little bit more now. But first, we have uh, information that we want to tell you about. The United States suspects that it was indeed Osama bin Laden in the terrorist attacks today. That word now coming out of Washington, D.C. from two officials. The report on the Associated Press wires here that it is suspected that Osama bin Laden did indeed uh, orchestrate responsible in some way for these two terrorist attack on the uh, Twin Towers, the World Trade Center, as well as the Pentagon in Washington, D.C. One of the most heinous acts in world history is what Mayor Rudy Giuliani called it. Uh, let's see if we can help you get uh, out of uh, the city right now. We go to the traffic uh, desk and Chris Majette. Well, as Holly Hare was mentioning, uh, LIRR limited service on trains uh, out of Penn Station and now into Penn Station as well. Uh, Metro North also operating on a Saturday schedule, so we do have trains leaving uh, Grand Central about every 10 or 15 minutes on all three uh, Metro North lines heading northbound. Amtrak has resumed service between New York City and Washington, D.C. New Jersey Transit has uh, limited service out of Penn Station. Most subway lines are running, but uh, with limited service, there is no bus service, though, into or out of Manhattan. The uh, Holland and Lincoln tunnels, of course, still shut down. You cannot walk through any of the tunnels either. Something uh, very important to keep in mind there. Holland and Lincoln tunnels closed. GW Bridge 
Bridge. Jersey bound upper roadway remains open, so that's an option. And if you're heading into Queens, you can take a car across the 59th Street Bridge. Also, the Queens Midtown Tunnel and the Triborough Bridge, they are all open. Throgsnick and Whitestone Bridge is now also completely open both ways. And according to one of our CBS cellmates, the uh, tolls have been waived at those two bridges. Tappanzee Bridge is probably the only bridge that is completely open in each direction, and traffic is actually moving very well. I'm Chris Majet, WCBS 880 News. All right, Chris, thanks very much. You want to keep it right here at WCBS 880 for continuing live coverage of the terrorist attacks on America. WCBS New York. CBS News. I'm Lou Miliano. All airline traffic across the U.S. has been grounded until at least noon tomorrow in the wake of hijacked jetliners today slamming into both towers of the World Trade Center in New York and the Pentagon near Washington. In Washington, CBS News correspondent Peter Mayer. As President Bush returns to Washington from a secure Nebraska Air Force base, the White House is trying to reassure the nation that government is working. The president is expected to address the nation tonight. Bush counselor Karen Hughes. Every federal agency has implemented continuity of operations plans to make sure the government continues to function effectively. The Pentagon is still smoldering from one of today's attacks. Pentagon spokesman Admiral Craig Quigley was there when disaster struck. Despite the, the size of the Pentagon building, many in the building felt uh, a thud and heard kind of a muffled explosion. Even hours later, officials say it's impossible to estimate the number of casualties at a Defense Department left defenseless by today's attack. Live in Washington, Peter Mayer, CBS News. Lower Manhattan, meanwhile, has been described as looking like a war zone. What used to be the World Trade Center towers, they're both gone. CBS News correspondent Pamela McCall. I'm standing here watching ambulances go by. They're covered in about three inches of soot and ashes. It resembles... The scene of a volcanic eruption with firemen and emergency personnel now donning face masks so that they can breathe through this. Eyewitnesses had no doubt about what they saw. The attacks were deliberate. It didn't look like there was any trouble at all with the plane. He didn't swerve at all. He just landed directly in the building. It was like almost like a gray black color in nature on the plane. He was like he wanted to fly into the building. Others were closer to the horror. When I looked over, there was this guy that was on fire. So I kind of like ran over and I tried to like put the fire out on him. And he was, he was like screaming and I just told him to roll, roll and he said he can't. Terrorism expert Neil Livingston says today's attacks did not come without incredible planning and understanding of what needed to be done. Tens of thousands of people work or visit the World Trade Center every day. Uh, the loss of life is going to be horrific and uh, it appears that they learned uh, from their previous attack what the vulnerabilities of the uh, buildings were and carried out attacks designed to target each tower individually and to hopefully uh, collapse them, and they were able to do that. The main U.S. stock exchanges will not resume trading tomorrow. That would be the New York, the American, and the NASDAQ. The New York Mercantile Exchange, where energy futures are traded, is in the nearby World Financial Center, and many of the nation's investment firms have at least some of their operations in the area, and the extent of the physical and emotional wreckage could limit their ability to restart quickly. CBS News correspondent Bob Orr says officials are very interested in finding the cockpit voice recorder of the plane that crashed in Pennsylvania. Officials feel it may have the best clue as to what happened. That plane was in the air two hours before it went down. This is CBS News. 
terror strikes the U.S. A special report from WCBS. And this is continuing team coverage from WCBS. Good evening. This is Cameron Swayze. I'm Paul Bernane. Continuing team coverage here at WCBS 880. A pall hangs over New York City and the nation this evening. A pall compounded of equal parts of thick, acrid smoke from what was the World Trade Center and of the evil fog wrought by the demonic destruction of the worst terrorist attack in the history of the United States. At about 9 o'clock this morning, two hijacked jetliners being flown by terrorists on a suicide mission crashed into the twin 110-story World Trade Center towers within an hour and a half. The North and then the South Tower. Both buildings had collapsed, falling to street level in a ghastly waterfall of shattered glass and concrete. Smoke and flames still billow from the wreckage of the World Trade Center building. Cameron, it's one of the most devastating attacks in American history. The World Trade Center attacked by hijacked planes crumbling into the streets of Lower Manhattan. Now two of the complex's other buildings are burning and in danger of collapse. Rescue crews are beginning the daunting task of searching for survivors and bodies. Mayor Giuliani says the number of casualties will be more than most of us can bear. Obviously, the effort is focused on trying to save as many people as we can. We know there are still people there that are alive and that can be saved, so the entire effort is right now geared toward helping them. There are thousands of casualties, thousands unaccounted for in Washington. The Pentagon hit by a crashing plane and a fourth airliner crashed in Pennsylvania. The attack is bringing New Yorkers together. They always come together in times of great crisis and emergency. They're coming together to pray and to mourn. Cardinal Edward Egan had these words of support and reassurance. We keep ourselves calm. We recognize we're in the hands of our Lord. And we react to all of this as the Lord would have us react, with understanding, with commitment to defend ourselves. He, as uh, the Cardinal says, he is going to hold a Mass at St. Patrick's Cathedral at 5.30 this evening. That's about 25 minutes from now. 5.05 here at WCBS, and getting around in Manhattan has been all but impossible today. Let's head to the traffic center, get the very latest in the update now. Good afternoon, Tom Kaminsky. Well, good afternoon, Paul, and good afternoon, Cameron. It has been just an incredible day of trying to get around, which has been uh, e more easily accomplished on foot than anything else. Now, we need to go to the Hudson River crossings first. The Holland and Lincoln Tunnels have been been closed since shortly after this ordeal began this morning. Now, I spoke to a friend of mine, a good friend, Officer Larry Mays at the uh, Lincoln Tunnel, and he has urged me to pass this message along to you. There is no foot traffic allowed at the Lincoln or Holland Tunnels, uh, or Holland Tunnel for that matter, and this is very important because the safety of the tunnels is being compromised by people walking through them. So, he has urged me to pass this along. I'm doing that, and uh, that is certainly uh, something that that you need to keep in mind. You will not be able to do that. If you are walking toward the water at this point, the ferry service may just be your best bet. New York Waterway is up and running. There is no bus service at all into or out of Manhattan. New Jersey Transit has very limited service. Path trains at this point are still not running. Now, the city subways, there are disruptions, especially into lower Manhattan, but by and large, the subway train system is at this point running. The LIRR running with East bound trains only and limited service and Metro North is running now apparently on a Saturday schedule out of uh, out of uh, Grand Central and uh, let's go over to Irene Cornell she's at Grand Central and Irene I understand you spoke uh, just moments ago with Metro North spokesperson Margie Anders Yes, Margie Anders said that by about 11 o'clock this morning, traumatized New Yorkers by the hundreds had made it to Grand Central Terminal, most of them coming on foot, many of them from lower Manhattan, many of them had witnessed the 
terrorist act. They had seen the planes crashing into the World Trade Towers and seen the grand buildings reduced to a giant cloud of smoke and rubble. These were people who wanted to get out of New York City. Uh, so the trains began running on a load and run basis. They'd fill them up and take them out, heading due north, said Margie Anders. When we first resumed train service, we had to make uh, announcements uh, on track assignments. And some people were in a very big hurry to get to those trains. Uh, I think the mood was uh, high anxiety, and uh, a lot of people were um, determined to get on those trains and get out of them. Her fear was that somebody would fall and get trampled. That's the way the crowds were moving. That didn't happen. People got out safely, and it's pretty calm here at Grand Central now. They've already taken out. About 70,000 people have gotten back on the trains and gotten out of the city. Reporting live, Irene Cornell, WCBS 880 News. And for more information now on getting out of the city, what's moving, what's not, let's go to... Uh, Tom Kaminsky. Traffic. All right, Cameron, and, uh, let's go back to what is not moving. Uh, the Holland and Lincoln Tunnels, as we said, are closed down. Lower East River Bridges, essentially, if you are looking at any sort of a map of Lower Manhattan, uh, anything trying to get into Manhattan is uh, is going to be blocked. All of these approaches are going to be blocked. Now, especially in Lower Manhattan, the Williamsburg Bridge, Brooklyn Bridge, Manhattan Bridge, Battery Tunnel, they are closed in both directions. Headed out of Manhattan into Queens, the 59th Street Bridge is open, and the Midtown tunnel is also open, but certainly keep in mind what we are going to have to be dealing with here. We're talking pedestrian traffic as well as vehicular traffic. It, it really is going to, uh, it's a situation that urges caution everywhere you go this afternoon and into this evening. The Triborough Bridge into Manhattan is closed. Now, uh, back over to New Jersey, the eastbound lanes of Route 3 have been closed at the western spur of the New Jersey Turnpike. No one is allowed past Giant Stadium in toward Manhattan. That is being kept free. Those roads are being kept open and kept free. The eastbound express lanes of Route 80 are closed down at the Garden State Parkway. There have been sporadic closings at the top of the New Jersey Turnpike at the 80 and 95 interchange in Ridgefield Park. This has really loaded up Route 46 from Teterboro in through uh, the area of the New Jersey Turnpike. Now, the Tappan Zee Bridge at this point is open. It is uh, open and up and running in both directions onto and across that Tappan Zee Bridge. So the farther north and west you go uh, from uh, the area of Manhattan, the better off uh, you are currently. Now, uh, on the island, we uh, at this point do not have any reports of any uh, big problems yet on Long Island, but we will be keeping tabs on the uh, roads there as well. Terror strikes the U.S. A special report from WCBS. CBS News Update. I'm John Hartchie. Make no mistake. The United States will hunt down and punish those responsible for these cowardly acts. President Bush spoke earlier today after terrorists used hijacked planes to destroy the World Trade Center in New York and damage the Pentagon. White House officials say the president will speak to the nation again this evening. Mr. Bush is headed back to Washington now. Right after the attacks, he was rushed away from a speaking engagement in Florida to secure Air Force bases, first in Louisiana, then in Nebraska. The hijacked airplane attacks on the World Trade Center were eight hours ago. The two tall towers collapsed earlier in the day, but CBS News reporter Pamela McCall in New York tells us the fire is still causing terrible damage. I'm watching the smoke billow out of yet another building. We're told by both fire and police officials that this building too may well implode at any minute. All eyes looking skyward yet again as the 
smoke turns from gray to black and back to gray again. CBS News National Security correspondent David Martin, reporting from outside of the damaged Pentagon, says the Defense Department's first order of business is to guard against another attack. That's why, for instance, that the uh, U.S. military has put all of its bases on the highest state of alert. And that is why the Pentagon has ordered uh, aircraft carriers to New York City, amphibious ships to New York City, cruisers. Airports remain closed as well. CBS News Update. I'm John Hart. Part of our live continuing coverage right here at WCBS 880. WCBS News Time is 512. Mayor Giuliani's very preliminary figures were that 600 people were being treated at hospitals. Another 1,500 of what he called walking wounded were evacuated to Liberty Park, taken across the river to New Jersey. Mayor Giuliani said there are survivors, some of them bloodied, shell-shocked, and soot-stained, stumbled away from the ruins of the World Trade Center. There are more than 2,000 fire, police, and other rescue workers now on the scene of what were the twin towers of the World Trade Center. As for the dead, the mayor said he feared the casualty toll would be more than we could bear. Hospital emergency rooms in the city have been overwhelmed. An urgent call has gone out to all doctors and nurses available to come forward and volunteer. WCBS reporter Kathy Carpin is at Bellevue Hospital. More than 140 injured here, at least one dead, a fireman at Bellevue, where emergency room official Dr. Robert Hasper has been in touch with some of those doing the rescue effort going on at what were the Twin Towers. I just spoke to EMS and they said that they can't even, one of the uh, EMS, uh, EMS people, I just asked them what it's like at the scene. And they said they can't even predict how many patients right now as they arrive because patients are just coming out of uh, damaged buildings, they're pulling people out as fast as they can. While he was there, they actually extricated one guy that had his legs amputated. He said that the uh, amount of patients, the extent of the injuries, you can't really predict. But Hensler says a lot of people who were in the area of Lower Manhattan and were subjected to the dust and debris may be experiencing respiratory problems. This could be a big problem for asthmatics. Anyone in distress should go to a hospital. The call for blood here at Bellevue has been answered. Uh, Heartily, uh, it's going to take them 12 hours to process the hundreds of pints that have been donated here. Uh, but the doctors want people to come back to redonate more blood tomorrow. But if you do want to donate, you can go to another nearby hospital. I'm sure that blood will be needed. Kathy Carpenter, live at Bellevue. Back to you in the uh, studio. Kathy, thanks. And speaking of the blood donation and that urgent call that has gone out, WCBS reporter Rich Lamb joining us more live now with more on that, Rich. That urgent call has been quite effective and says a lot about the mood of the people in New York City. The Red Cross has never seen a response like this, never, ever, they say. Crowds lined up here in front of the office on Amsterdam and 67th, uh, where the flags are flying at uh, half-mast, the Red Cross flag and the American flag. So many people lined up that at first there were many hours of waits to donate blood, and now the Red Cross is simply saying, don't come here until tomorrow morning unless you are O positive. Then you can show up at any point uh, because they really need that blood most of all. Lawyer David Ambersey is one of those donating. He came uh, to get blood. I mean, they, I've heard that blood is urgently needed, so I, I came to get blood. How do you feel about what happened? What goes through your mind when you think about this attack? It's mind-boggling. Tragic. It's uh, just, just shocking. What should the U.S. do? Um, Others at a local deli, though, were demanding revenge right away. 
One man was saying loudly, I hope the President Bush says yes to an attack tonight. Live on the West Side, Rich Lamb, WCBS 880 News. We've been hearing the reports of all the people who are volunteering and how the hospitals have put out emergency calls, not just for blood, but for doctors and nurses. And I have a personal anecdote I'll just throw in here. My younger son, Evan, is a physician. He just finished his surgical residency. He happened to be in New York City. He rushed to the nearest hospital. And they said, into the emergency room right, right away. Yeah, right there. Yeah. All shoulders to the wheel in a situation Exactly like so. Yeah, so you want to keep it here at WCBS 880 right now, 515 WCBS News Time. And with New York City in a full emergency footing, Mayor Giuliani seeking to reassure New Yorkers, the mayor has said that terrorism can't stop us. Lower Manhattan, let's go live there right now. WCBS reporter Mary Gay Taylor right now. Walking down 6th Avenue, I saw a Westchester firefighters covering for Engine 24 and Ladder 5 in Greenwich Village while the uh, home firefighters battle the World Trade Center fires. Sanitation trucks with plows are now moving in to clean up some of the ash. Down around uh, City Hall, where the, it's a staging area for the emergency workers, I found a crew from Middletown, New Jersey, and Chief Greg Papaluz. Well, they had requested to uh, Middletown uh, OEM office to respond with our mobile air unit, and that's why we're here. What does your air unit do? It uh, is a compressor that uh, creates breathing air for the uh, firemen's um, self-contained breathing apparatus in their bottles. The air tank, so when they go in and the air is just so thick, now, this will, they can replenish their tanks with this crew from Middletown, New Jersey. People are still wandering around downtown, uh, just looking up at the still-burning buildings or trying to get home by ferry across the Brooklyn Bridge. There are buses picking people up who start across the Brooklyn Bridge. So, um, and there are the emergency workers. The streets are full of them, some of them just resting and getting a bit of water and others coming in to start fresh to relieve the ones who've been working so hard all day. Reporting live from downtown, Mary Gay Taylor, WCBS 880 News. Now eight hours after catastrophe struck in lower Manhattan, the smoke remains in the air over the lower tip of the island of Manhattan. Governor Pataki has ordered National Guard to New York City. Today's primary election canceled. The stock markets did not open. City Hall and other government buildings were swiftly evacuated and a security cordon was thrown around them. Acting Governor Donald DeFrancesco in New Jersey has declared a state of emergency there giving him the power to mobilize the state police, the National Guard, and emergency units to deal with the aftermath of today's terrorist attack on the World Trade Center. Right now, 518 here at WCBS, and let's help you get around. It's been all but impossible today on the island of Manhattan. Tom Kaminsky has the very latest now from the traffic center. All right, let's go back out to the island. We do have closings that we've just gotten detail about on the westbound lanes of the LIE, well out in Suffolk County at Patchogue Holbrook Road. Traffic shut there. Westbound Northern State closed down at the Queens Line. South Shore closed around the Meadowbrook. Now, there is really no traffic at all that we could see on the LIE. There is some running on the Grand Central. The city subways, uh, obviously no service into lower Manhattan, but uh, once uh, you get north of Midtown, there is service up and running. And let's go over to Craig Allen in the WCBS Weather Center. Clear nights expected about 60 in the city, 50 to 55 for the suburbs, and 45 to 50 in the chillier spots. Not as cool tomorrow night. Sunshine tomorrow, 72 to 78, and the sun will give way to clouds later Thursday. Highs close to 80. There is a chance of a shower late Thursday or Thursday night, and then cooler Friday. I'm Craig Allen at the WCBS Weather Center. Well, we have clear skies for what that's worth. Blue skies, it's a beautiful day. If you look south, 
anywhere in Manhattan, of course, it is not clear. There is that greasy black smoke coiling up toward the sky. It's 80 degrees right now. No wind to speak of to move it around. Relative humidity, 41%. And a day in which you would think there is nothing wrong with the world to drive into Manhattan. What a frightening scene it was, Cameron. You saw it, too. You see the police vehicles in front of the bridges and that curl of smoke in the sky behind them. I did, and uh, I managed to get in from Westchester by dint of uh, showing my CBS ID and talking my way past multiple checkpoints, but it was a slow go trying to get down from the Bronx uh, up Where I live in Westchester, I went first to the train station, and it was making the normal announcement. No train service in or out of the city. Well, hopped in the car. Yeah, so I hopped in the car. Now we're getting some uh, trains leaving the city, but nothing coming in yet. Keep it right here at WCBS. You're listening to live continuing team coverage here at WCBS 880. I'm Paul Murnane this afternoon with Cameron Swayze. WCBS News Time, now 520 in the afternoon. Terror strikes the U.S. A special report from WCBS. CBS News Update, I'm Tom Fody. The terror in New York City has not ended with the collapse of two 110-story buildings that used to tower over the skyline of lower Manhattan. Late word that another major financial building there has collapsed and others remain on fire and in danger of imminent collapse. Mayor Rudolph Giuliani. Still a tremendous uh, smoke condition. The doctors here said that uh, there's a lot of uh, damage that have been done to people's eyes and smoke condition is still horrendous. There are still some buildings that are structurally unsound that could come down, so they have to be very careful so that we don't lose more lives. No fatality estimates yet. All this done with two hijacked jetliners forced to crash into the World Trade Center towers. Jim Oganowski's brother John was apparently the pilot of one of them. American Airlines Flight 11 scheduled from Boston to Los Angeles with 92 aboard. I'm in, in some type of denial. I keep looking at the cornfield behind me. Hoping that my brother comes walking on out. Not long after those... Apparently a problem People there. reported killed or injured there. And word of yet another hijacked plane crash. CBS News correspondent Bob Orr. There's one very interesting thing that uh, we have just learned, and it's about the plane that crashed in uh, Pennsylvania. This may turn out to give investigators their best information as to who was behind these attacks and what their motive really was. The Associated Press quotes two officials as saying the suspicion is focused on Islamic militant Osama bin Laden, long among the nation's most wanted hiding in Afghanistan. President Bush will address the nation this evening. All air traffic remains grounded. The financial markets stay closed tomorrow as the nation absorbs the shock of terrorist attacks on its largest city and its military headquarters. CBS News Update, I'm Tom Foti. We're also hearing that there will be a joint news conference tonight by the congressional leadership live from Washington, and we'll have that for you. That's scheduled for 7.30 tonight. You'll be hearing live coverage here at WCBS 880. WCBS News Time, 522. The American Red Cross is going to open four shelters on Long Island for people who work on the island but live in Manhattan and are not able to get back into the city tonight. The Red Cross spokesman Jim Green says these drop-off centers will be open as of 5 o'clock, so they are open now. They are, and let's just pass that along to you quickly, Nassau Community College Gymnasium, Long Island University, CW Post Campus of the Interfaith Chapel, Southside Senior High School, Rockville Center, Plain Edge High School at Wingate and Peony Drives in North Massapequa. And the doctors and nurses in the city suburbs are on standby to help at hospitals that might be overwhelmed with casualties from the World Trade Center disaster. The hospitals on Long Island in the northern suburbs, New Jersey, and in Connecticut say they're standing ready to handle patients that might be transferred from the city to those suburban hospitals. Con Ed says power, gas, and steam are all suspended to the Battery Park area. That's southern Manhattan in the area of the attack. Suspended until further notice. So 
there's no electricity in that area of lower Manhattan. The rest of the city is up and running after a fashion. We'll keep you posted on the latest from Con Ed. WCBS News Time, 523. Terror strikes the U.S. A special report from WCBS. WCBS reporter Mary Gay Taylor joining us live. Mary Gay? All right, apparently a problem we're having right now with our phone system. We're hearing right now at the World Trade Center that building number seven has collapsed in lower Manhattan. Uh, World Trade Center building number seven, there's fire has been burning there obviously all day, a scene of great disaster, and there had been ongoing concern now, but we are hearing the number seven building in the World Trade Center complex has now collapsed. There was also some concern just a little bit earlier about a building adjacent to that, building number five in the World Trade Center area, and now you can see a resurgence of some of the smoke billowing up presumably from the collapse of building number seven. We do know there were rescue personnel in the area, firefighters and police. We do not know how close they were to that area, but they were looking for survivors in the World Trade Center complex itself. Mayor Giuliani has said earlier, yes, there were survivors in there and they were trying to reach them. Let's listen in live right now, live coverage on CBS2. Try to get out of town. Uh, in New Jersey, New Jersey roadways are being affected by security measures there. Again, a state of emergency is declared for both New York State and the state of New Jersey. I-80 eastbound, I-95 northbound traffic is being diverted in Bergen County from the GW Bridge. Uh, from that area, I-80 is also closed eastbound from Saddlebrook Road. You can expect delays in downtown Newark. We're going to get you more information on this as it becomes available. Also, subway service. All the letter lines are running. The number seven subway line also running. By the way, only emergency vehicles are being allowed into Manhattan. And this just into Seven World Trade Center, which is the building that is there burning now. We are getting reports that it might have collapsed. It is the building that has been on fire all day long, and we are getting reports that it might have collapsed. Uh, joining us on the phone now is Scott Metzo. Scott was actually on the 81st floor at the World Trade Center when this tragedy happened this morning. Scott, are you with us? I am. Scott, tell us uh, where you were and uh, what you saw. I was in One World Trade Center. I was on the 81st floor, the south side of the building. A uh, little before 9, we heard an explosion. Scott, let me interrupt. You are watching Building 7 at the World Trade Center collapse. That is the collapse of Building 7 at the World Trade Center. Business Dementory was within a block or two of that just a short time ago, did get out of the way, and told us the firefighters had not been able to fight that fire because of imminent collapse. It has happened. Building 7 now has fallen. And that is the building, Todd, am I correct in saying, where the emergency management operation was located? Not, not right now, but... Uh, there been some reports of that yeah. earlier, but uh, it's since been told that's not the case. Again, the mayor and New York City staff elsewhere. going elsewhere. Right. to Live uh, coverage from CBS 2 here at WCBS 880. And here is CBS correspondent Scott Pelley describing what's happening now at the World Trade Center. But I can tell you that an hour ago, there were a number of firefighters and police officers in the area. They were watching building number seven burn because there was frankly nothing they could do about it. The inferno was huge. So much of the building was collapsing into the street bit by bit that they were unable to do anything with it. And now it seems that building number seven has finally...
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.